There we are. I guess I kind of moved it over just a teeny little bit. That's fine. But whatever, That's fine. it works. All right. Oh, you, you, you guys look like you're on uh, videotape. Well, we basically, yeah. I mean, it's just it looks, this webcam. It's kind of awesome, lights are a little dim in here. It's okay. It's got to gotta keep it cool in here. It's chill. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome. So <laughs> To the fourth annual. The fourth annual. Uh, My Life in Gaming DF Retro Crossover live stream. And also the, the final live stream from this room that's right that's, this is the this is it this is the final day right yep yep that's wild and this room is that's done we, uh we close on a new house tomorrow and then we so start, all start deconstructing yes i mean, I mean I, it, you know to look at it now it doesn't look like you're buying a new house tomorrow yes well i mean we are yeah i mean that's, that's but i mean everything just looks business as usual in there well yeah, you know, to an extent. I mean, there's things off to the side that the kitchen is kind of in disarray. The thing is, though, it's I mean, you know, like recently, I think Metal Jesus moved house. Right. So how could you not? I know. Like, I, I'm going to keep up. Yeah. Once once I heard he was moving, I was like, I that's what I'm going to do now. Um, so this is like this is something that uh, Try suggested a long time ago. I uh, said, well, why don't you guys? Because we always do a co uh, comparison stream. John's very good, like way better than I could ever be, like. A, Picking out stuff, tell us, telling us how stuff works and how, like, why it looks the way it does or runs the way it does. And Drive uh, said, "Why don't you do Turok?" And John this was is, very into that. It's a good choice because uh, you're not really familiar with this game, so I right. can kind of guide you through it. And also, I think it's an extremely interesting game uh, from a gameplay standpoint, mm -hmm. and just like in terms of what it would mean going forward, as we'll discuss. Right. Uh, so yeah, let's get started here. It's, yeah. it's a game I've always had a soft spot for. I've not played terribly much of it myself. Um, I You can't hit one bird with Turok, by the way. <laughs> it's not possible. It can't be done. But yes. <laughs> uh, do you need a change? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Oh, we've got we've got two switches down there without Joy-Cons. I know. I, I, that's how I, how I worked it out. <laughs> yep. All right. So let's, <laughs> let's go to start game first and jump in here. All right. I, I kind of love how similar the title screens are there. Wait, is that Audi? Like, Audi's there. Look. Oh, Akuma. Yeah, he's he's, he's a mod. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna. Oh, look. Okay, so we're gonna so, start in the same place. So, who? I, I, I'm guessing. I'm guessing John is gonna be playing N64. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I figured Corey would not uh, not be happy playing N64. So <coughs> first. Oh wow, he has. Gyro. Oh, that's right. So first, let's talk, as we begin, let's talk about what makes this game interesting from a gameplay perspective, mm -hmm. in that this is essentially like a prototype to Metroid Prime in many ways. Mm -hmm. So some of the team members that worked at Iguana during this period at Acclaim, uh, after Turok 2, they would go on to join what would become Retro Studios, along with other people, of course. Uh, so, so basically... While it doesn't have like the power-up system and whatnot as Metroid Prime, and it's a simplified take on that, mm -hmm. it does feature a series of environments that you explore that require backtracking, and you'll find objects that unlock uh, passages in other areas, and you kind of spend a lot of time going back and around through the level in an interesting way. And so it has sort of some prototype like jumping, like yeah, first and it's also jumping. heavy on platforming, which once you learn how to do it, it's quite easy. But I understand why people struggle because so the controls, people complain about these and I get it. But 
really what they've done is they simply present dual analog style controls here. Oh, okay. Right? So, so the C buttons just <coughs> act as what would normally be the left stick, and then the analog stick the looks around like the right stick would in a modern game, right? Mm-hmm. So you can strafe and do all that. And when jumping, the trick is to kind of look towards the ground and then jump using that. So you're kind of simulating... Uh, oh, actually... So the reason I mentioned Metroid Prime is simply because team members that worked on this went on to work on Metroid Prime. But I do agree that Power Slave was kind of like the real precursor of this style of first-person adventure. I did a whole video on that as well. Yeah, so that's, that's what, uh, uh, that's what uh, for love of the game with his... Uh, well, what is that? $2. Oh, Thank you very much. Donates that's right. Yes, uh, uh, but yes, Power oh, Slave. Oh, the stream tag is like incredible. super big. Hang on. Woo. I didn't realize that that was going to be the stream that sticker was going to be so big. Got to adjust it. But yeah, oh, uh, power slave exhumed. <laughs> when when you did your video on on Turok, uh, yeah. which was that was a that was several years ago, like well before the HD version. No, it wasn't. Uh, I did I did the my Turok video was back <laughs> in July. Didn't didn't you do one like a couple of years ago though? Didn't you? Uh, or no, was it was a video about slave. something? He, he did Power Slave. I did Power Slave a while ago. Check out the but you... lens flare, by the way. So what was oh, Turok involved in Power Slave video then? Um, what's that? What about? Oh, I see. There's you definitely nothing. covered Turok. Oh, I discussed Turok in the Power Slave video. That's right. Okay, okay, that's what it was. Okay, because that that definitely was what re-sparked my interest in Turok. Like I remember watching friends play it back in the day, and I was always like. Well, it's interesting, but you know, like at the time, I wasn't really that interested in playing first-person shooters for myself. And but I, it was fun to watch. I but. totally get that, but uh, actually, the lens flare thing—I discussed that in the video. But that, the way they had to—that was actually a really complex effect uh, to simulate. So they just removed it completely in this. It looks like. Um. So I, mean, I think if... they were trying to work on adding it back in. Maybe it's not on the Switch version yet. But it uses <laughs> I, some I really just, weird, uh... like, like method for reading the distance, like from the camera view. So, which is didn't translate well in the new engine. But either way, yes. Yeah, so that's kind of crazy that they would spend something or spend so much time on that, though. Yeah. For something so minor. So the reason is the Xbox and PC versions of this have more advanced, like sort of a lens, no, like God rays, which are not in this Switch version. So beyond the uh, the actual game, the level design, the actual feel of play in this game is great. Like you see the animation, it's very snappy. The way the weapons animate when you shoot a guy, the way he sort of snaps back, it feels good to play. Like, in a way that a lot of first-person shooters from this era did not. Mm-hmm. So, in oh. the camera movement, everything about it just feels good still, I feel. Did uh, did first-person shooters on N64... Uh, There's, like, quite a dead zone. I'm regularly sure. target 30 frames per second? This. Or was that pretty... I mean, obviously, I know GoldenEye and... Perfect Dark very much did not. Oh, oh! But I'm not boy. sure about other things like uh, Quake or Doom or anything like that. No, we're monitoring the chat over here as well, yeah. guys. Don't worry. We already right, right, set up a separate monitor just to view the chat. Yeah, y'all are probably better so, at monitoring it than, go, go than I am. Right were, now. Oh, you're there. You stay where you're at. Yeah. So you see where you're where you're at, Corey. That's a new section that doesn't exist on N64. Really. Whoa, we so, got a whoa. Yeah, $25 donation from uh, James Walter. 
Wow, thank he you says, so much. Jeez, uh, thank you. So where did you, if you go back to where you entered that room? Uh, it was right after that area. That's, so Try, you, do you want yeah. to read that? Go, yeah, go, yeah, yeah, go yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, uh, thank you, M. Blake, for everything you guys do. And thank John, you, 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 sir, are an absolutely awesome dude. I love everything you and the boys do on hey. DF. Also, your guest feature on the Kane and Rinse console specials are a total pleasure. Oh, I love those. Yeah. Okay, so you're there. Turn around. Well, this is this is interesting in terms of what they did for this version of the game. Uh, I'll go back there as well. Should I feel guilty if I kill the deer? No. Okay. Easy ammo or health. Uh -huh. Oh, they okay. just dropped so good you stuff. You see this big tree here? Now let's turn right, and if we go straight through here, you'll see. I come up to this like sort of empty wall area. There's nothing here, right? Turn left down this tunnel. To the left. Is there... Yep. Go this okay. way. Now look what happens. You come out to that big area and look at look where I'm at. Is that just right over here? Like it's not like? there at all. Like it's just this like little valley section. Right. Well, how do they connect them? Uh, is it just like bringing out right here, or uh, that version? Is it like if you go around the corner, is it like right here? I mean, where do they resume? the how close the levels are or is it completely original it, from it, this no point? no it, it, as soon as you get through this next part it's it goes back to the resuming and i guess we should note somebody mentioned this, this looks like a remake this isn't really a remake it is a it's just a like the idea of the developers working on these projects at night dive is to sort of restore the game to the best possible form using the original graphics so they're not here to enhance the visuals per se just like very slight improvements like there's an option to increase the draw distance, and you can see the fog is much <coughs> on uh, Switch. To what extent was uh, was the N64 version and the PC version used as the basis for the new version? Uh, so the N64 version kind of served as the basis. The PC version is pretty flawed, as I covered in my video, and uh, I know that Kaiser, one of the lead developers on this, was not a fan of that version. It has a lot of flaws. But this the, this Switch version runs on what's known as the Kex engine, which is like a, a series of tools and technologies designed to like allow these older games to run. Well, sort of. It's it's okay. You're going to one of the bonus areas. I'm just going to keep progressing forward. For for love of the game, uh, with another two dollars, just to set just to point out that no one actually said Power Slavania. Oh, I like loud. that, <laughs> and I, I'll I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, I'll do that to, to correct <laughs> make a correction for that. I I was actually editing my uh, my bloodstained segment for the yeah exactly end of the year video earlier today. So maybe I should have said it. Power Slavania in that. <laughs> you can go and re-record it. Um, really quick, I want to like I know that uh, about the uh, the twenty five dollar donation. He was meant, he mentioned something about the uh, the. The feature, uh, your guest feature on the Kane and Rinse console specials. Yeah. Like, what, like, I'm not, what, what, what oh, even Kane is Kane and Rinse, it's, it's, <coughs> they do an awesome podcast that's, uh, they've been doing it for a long time, actually, and I was a guest on there for some console episodes they did. Really? Uh, they're, they're from the UK. So. You, you've, like, you, like, guest on so many different podcasts. Like, you used to be on, a, um, Back in My Play all the time. Oh, yeah. He's got, the free hasn't done that in a while due to the, uh, obligations, I guess, from the gym. That's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one too. Um, I saw we had a, uh, a two dollar donation from um, from Ben Brody saying we he asked earlier if we 
uh, had a jolly Christmas. Yeah, and, I would uh, say so. Indeed, we did. Mostly, except for I think Corey and I both got sick. <clears throat> yeah, we both like, had colds during that period. But other than that, it wasn't too bad. Well, and you both had birthdays. I mean, yeah. that has to make up for it to some extent. Yeah, I didn't realize. I, I, I we had talked about it before, but I always forget. I guess when uh, that John's birthday is uh, the day after mine. Now I can. Take oh, a okay, okay, water. so. I, I thought you guys had the same birthday, but John has the same birthday as my mom, then. <laughs> the 27th? <laughs> yep, that's right. That's a... uh, Dustin Kramer Dustin... saying that my holiday beard has me positively tumescent. That might be a new vocab word for me. I like it. Yeah, what does it mean? You notice like, in certain areas, like, see how it's like kind of takes on this like reddish hue now because you're around lava. Yeah, I'm like falling way behind you. Sorry. Wow, that's that's nice to hear from Cyberleaf. I'm happy that that or we could have any kind of an effect like that. <laughs> oh man, I'm doing terrible right now. It's a pretty now. good name too, Cyberleaf. I think a cyber sled. Oh, so as far as who's playing which version, I'm playing on N64. Corey is playing on the Switch. Because Corey is scared of N64 controls. Well, it's not that I'm scared of it. It's just that I wouldn't be able to do it any kind of justice in this situation, probably. Yeah, it, 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 it's, I, it, it was the right choice to divide yeah. the duties. Look, there is a lot of platforming. Look at this. Yeah, it's fun. You almost think you can't make that jump, and I guess you can. I mean, you know, yeah. the weird thing is it, it, it's, it's hard to really articulate what it is about the platforming that works like with this and Metroid Prime, but... It does, like especially in Metroid Prime, it just it does yeah. not feel difficult at all. I mean, it's a pretty gutsy choice for them to do that. At this I really, time. what I really like about Turok, I think, is that how good the camera movement feels. There's something about the view bob and the way the camera moves. Mm -hmm. just, There's a heavy turn, yeah, like which feels really I can see some people not liking. I love it though. I think it, this game feels really interesting, and it has enough like. Uh, enough auto aim that it's not really you don't need like the super precise kind of aiming so since the controls aren't as precise as you might like like I'm going to drink the key now here we go it's delicious <laughs> you oh, know yeah. the, the N64 was keys. I, I, I mean you would have a, a better a better sense of this than I would but I feel like the N64 was maybe the last time that a console released where the games that it was able to produce were early on, like there was a lot of things you could do on it or things that you would see on it that would not be particularly common on PC. No, it was the same with PlayStation two though. There was a lot of stuff going on there due to its high fill rate that you didn't see on mm. PC for a couple of years. Yeah, that similar. makes sense. But I, I guess, like in terms of Turok specifically, like, were what were some of the, the 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 technical features in this game that were not really in like sort of the the cutting edge FPS games at the time? Um, so first of all, you know, Turok did show up on PC like a year after it came out on N sixty four or so. Right. I don't recall the exact time, but I mean, the main thing about Turok was that it had really smooth animation and nice uh and of course because it was designed for 64 you had filtered textures as the, the default and a lot of cool pyrotechnic effects 
So it was really just the combination of, of all those elements that made it look really smooth Whoa. and fluid. I like all the safe slots you get. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, we got we got $5 from Sean Jay saying, uh, thanks for the help figuring out my Frame Meister. Oh. Yeah, the lack of 3D standard. I think I discussed this in my Shadows of the Empire video. Did you see that, try? I did yeah, see That's it. right, we discussed that. You saw how... If you had a Voodoo card, it was great. But mm -hmm. if you were running just about any other 3D graphics card back then, uh, you were going to have a bad time. And Did, it was... Didn't you say it was like the first game to not support software-based rendering at all? Uh, I, I don't know. I don't think it was the first game. I think it was one of the early ones, though. Like, Turok is an example <laughs> of another game that didn't support software rendering. And it's basically anything ported from N64 was not going to have software rendering. Because they were designed for things like texture filtering. Mm -hmm. I love this multicolor uh, effect when you get invin the invincibility and everything slows down. <laughs> do you feel? Uh, do you feel? What What would you feel is like an example of a first-person shooter done right on like the PS One? I mean, obviously there's Power Slave, Power but Slave. I know you prefer the Saturn version. Well, uh, the PS1 version of Doom is really good. Mm. Great. Yeah, really but Doom, Doom is so, like kind of interesting in that it doesn't actually have like vertical aiming. So I feel like that could work reasonably well on like a standard PlayStation controller. Yeah. Before we continue, somebody's talking about Half-Life versus Turok. And it's not such an apples and oranges thing where you can say, oh, this, this one is more advanced than the other. There's certain things that Turok is designed to do. Uh, visual effects that don't really work in software like it's just if you want to keep the same style of visuals you need to do it with a 3d accelerator card it's not that like half-life's actual like maps and complexity and what you can do with the engine it's more complicated than turok but uh it's not as it doesn't require some of the things going on here and also the use of fog like actually i thought that that is advanced like that was not an easy thing to do in the sense that a lot of PC graphics cards uh, didn't do a good job with fog. And, like, doing fog properly was, oh, man, I missed that again, was not easy. Uh, and a lot of PC cards didn't support it properly. 3D effects did. Um, yes, <laughs> Disruptor from Insomniac Games is excellent. I never realized yeah. that was their game. And, yeah, I mentioned it earlier that, yes, yeah, some of the Turok crew did end up working on Metroid Prime. That's right. Yeah, Ben. Uh, we've got a we've got a five dollars from Ben Brady. Uh, oh, with always with I know, I know, I know you're not you're not regular on streams due to uh, due to time zone differences, John. But but Ben Brody is a is a regular donator, and he he regularly asks us some multiple million dollar questions. And, <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, and today we've got a. Uh, he asked, would we take $80 million, but anytime you see your own reflection, you have to take a laxative pill. You have an unlimited supply of pills and you can't overdose. So I'm guessing that means you like, you're, you have special pills that like, like you, you know, well, you, 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 you'll, you won't go over topped out. <laughs> I mean... I don't know if that sounds necessarily that horrible. I'm not I'm, sure I'm about going this. to, I'm, <laughs> I'm, go, I'm, I'm going to say that, 
it that like a video image of yourself does not count, even if it's a live image, because there will be some slight delay there anyway. <laughs> like it has to be like a true polished mirror reflection of yourself, I would say. And that would be relatively easy to avoid. <laughs> So we gotta, we but gotta... like, like seeing yourself, period. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't do my job. <laughs> <laughs> so okay. Uh, earlier, uh, I saw Audie comments that he mentioned PO'd, and I actually do like that game, <laughs> even though it's deeply flawed. Uh, I, there's been two donations. Try I'm gonna shoot. Oh, see. I know there's one from Gaming Blows. Is definitely gonna be about some three donations. <laughs> And uh, James Walter there mentions Life Force Tenka on PlayStation, and yeah, that's an interesting one. Uh, I don't love the level design in it, but it's a cool game. And I also Ooh, think some... Oh, no. I, <coughs> I know about the Woodies. We got, uh, we got four we got four ninety nine from Gaming Blows. He says, uh, Dream Team Stream. Guys, don't let Ben Brody talk to John. He's going to traumatize him. Now with that out of the way, get John on Prism right now. Have you have you ever played Prism? Prism the, on the, like the Dark Unicorn, Chapter P One. Isn't that for PS2? Yes. So <laughs> Gaming called. Blows like donated money to the stream like very like very slowly over the course of a night, saying that he really yeah. wanted us to play uh, Prism, and then I found it for a place at a place for like. I don't know, like seven dollars or something okay. like that. So, so I bought it, and I finally got around to streaming it, and uh, it was like our our most popular stream that I think we've ever had. <laughs> Somehow, I mean, it what? was really yeah. <laughs> he knows how to pick them. Then <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we got uh, five dollars from for the love of the game, saying, "Have you seen XL 2s Saturn FPS demo?" He's the Sonic Z stream guy. 30 FPS, color dynamic lighting, 3D yeah. transparencies, 3D view modes. It's 3D view models. It's that amazing. Fantastic. Oh, you got the map here. Yes, uh, Crazy Ivan or Crazy Ivan. Are you, are you, talking, you mean uh, Onacho? Onacho. We always call it Onacho because <laughs> uh, like the Russian writing on the on this art that's on the disc, it says Onacho. So that's like what we just called the game. Um, we used to make fun of it because there's like the, the running demo is just like the computer's like shooting at rocks. Oh, the wow. There, there was also $5 from James Walter saying, have you guys played Life Force Tinka on PS1 by Cygnosis? Yeah, I always I thought it was a pretty solid FPS on the system. Yeah, yeah, I, I saw that before I mentioned it. It's, a, it's quite an interesting game. Like, it's visually impressive. I think the level design is a bit dull, but... Uh, it's a cool, it's a cool thing, and also earlier I think somebody mentioned Alien Resurrection, mm -hmm. um, and that is super impressive on the PS One. I think Audie played it with me. Is that another? It's a first person. It's a first person shooter. It's <clears throat> dual analog stick at a time when dual analog <laughs> wasn't really a thing. That's huge. And it's it's made by Argonaut, so really, yeah, huh? So is it better than? <clears throat> Uh, Alien Trilogy, because that was another that was first person also. It's totally different, totally different game. Uh, but yes, that was also first person. Uh, I, I I see there was also this five dollars from Mr. Sadface asking something about uh, the Woody song, which I assume that's what John was talking about earlier. 
The Woodies. Uh, yeah. yeah. I I don't I don't really know anything about that, but. Oh yeah, and Jump Jumping Flash is an amazing first-person platforming game. I agree. Uh, that plays fantastic. I have a mortal mortal wound, or I hit. They were ve they were very smart with Jumping Flash in that you had both a shadow and then also like the way the camera <clears throat> would angle down made it really easy to sort of line up your jumps. Right. I was able to get a copy of that in Japan. It had one, two, and three all in the same package. It was interesting. It was, so it had Robert Mondu. Yeah, it was it was it was Robert Mondu, but it had the other two in there. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, it was, it was. I think it was like like two dollars. Wow. Uh, we also got. Sorry, everyone. I'm trying to. Is <laughs> y'all donated too quick to catch up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we got five dollars from Zachary Drummond. Thank you. Uh, it says my Sony CRT has bad display geometry. I'm trying to find repair <laughs> options here in Cincinnati. Advice. Oh. Hoping to see a ton of Imlig action in 2020. Yeah, well, you know, uh, since you're here in Cincinnati, I mean, I don't know if, if they know that that's also where where we are. That's right. Um, and uh, I think I may have recommended it previously, but you should check out uh, uh, RetroTech, the the channel RetroTech. Uh, he lives down in Nashville, and he does CRT repairs. Um, he'd probably be your best option. Yeah, I mean, I know that sounds like it's a bit away, but it's, it's I mean, four hours. I don't it's, think I'd much rather travel drive four hours than than shipping a CRT anywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, when when it comes to the relatively limited number of people I, that are I, going I, to be I'm doing like good work you. on CRTs these <laughs> days, like, like a little, little bit freaky. of a little bit of a drive might be uh, worth. Uh, so here, here's the key thing. So basically after this first level, you come to this sort of like level hub here, right? And the keys you collect are used to open oh. pathways to other stages. And then each one is like a place you can explore. So I just opened the Lost City and uh, and the Jungle. But first I'm going to save. <clears throat> yeah, it's true that Outrigger was a 60 FPS <laughs> Oh, Dreamcast, uh, game. Dreamcast game, but the the levels are super tiny, so it's you know. It's huge, but... Wasn't that did that use like the same engine, or did did Spawn on the Dreamcast use the same engine as that? It's like uh, the same no. kind of game, I thought. Spawn was a Capcom game. Okay, I mean, I just they were both like arena shooters, though, like third person arena shooters or something. Sort of like Outriggers is more of a uh, Quake style game. Oh. Um, we also had five dollars from Kodokun saying, uh, "Appreciate all your work helping people like me rekindle their love for retro." Good luck on your move, Corey. <laughs> Thanks. Well, thank you. Somebody mentions Daikatana. I actually wanted to do something on Daikatana at some point. I think that it's would an, be really interesting. Actually, Daikatana is an underrated game, <laughs> which is the weirdest thing you could imagine saying it. But um, if you patch it to fix it so that the AI partners are invincible. It kind of solves the biggest problem with the game. Because <laughs> they would always get killed. <clears throat> and uh, yes, Game Boy Advance Daikatana, that's right. I have the Japanese, <laughs> I have a boxed Japanese copy of Daikatana for N64, <laughs> which I find really weird. Like, <laughs> made by Chemco, of all people. <laughs> uh, the there, was, there was $2 from uh, Love of the Game saying a new cotton game has been announced for 2021. Is that, that's, is that, that could 
The, there's it's, another cotton game that's like I would think coming out much sooner. Is than it, that, isn't it being published by uh, by Beep? By Beep. Yeah. yeah. I assume it's gonna sell like ten copies and then it's gonna get really rare in ten years. And yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna I'll definitely buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'll get it right away. I, I know like they cotton. republished like the original recently. Um, <laughs> and then there was uh, another two dollars from Ben Brody asking if you're moving into a house that is haunted. I'm guessing like. There is a significantly lesser chance of your new house being haunted. Exactly. Yes, it's going to be much. It's going to be much less haunted. Uh, Although you never, you never know. I mean, you know, you've got except for the fact Pulver, that it was buried. Poltergeist was a brand new home. You know? I can't believe yeah. another person mentioned CDI in here about that apprentice port that just happened. I'm going through here. It's amazing. Oh, okay. You know. So you're in this, you're in this like sort of dark maze area. You've got to get around to the end and find the portal. This, that's where you came from. The center, no, the center is not where you want to be. So go back in the portal, and then you have to kind of wind your way through this. <clears throat> it's kind of amazing how quick this moves. Yeah. I mean, why? You know, I when Goldeneye <laughs> came out. Like I had been under the impression that Turok was relatively oh, popular oh, already. So it always sort of mystified me a bit why uh, it was such a big deal when was, Goldeneye was like, oh, like this was, I mean, you know, the, you, you had it happen with Goldeneye. You had it happen again with Halo. Like people were like, oh, finally, like this is showing like first person shooters done right on console. But I always feel like it's untrue. The both those times, it's like no, people had had been saying before already that this this game is it done right. Then you know, two <laughs> years later, it's like oh, finally the first game to do it right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I disagree with the notion that FPS was bad on console because there was plenty of great examples of it. Yeah, I mean, I... different games like this is not a typical shooter because it's it's a much well, I mean, shooters back then were much more exploratory driven, but this one is is different compared to even like Doom and the like. Yeah, I mean, even as a guy who did not really have a lot of interest in playing first person shooter games until I got into GoldenEye, like I was still like, hey, I thought Turok was like, I thought people liked that. I don't, I, I don't get why so people were making a big I, deal out of it. I'm not sure I agree that Goldeneye was a big step from Turok. I think it was a sidestep. They're very. I agree. They're very I mean, because different games. I wouldn't it, compare them at all. It, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't even say that it's like Goldeneye was like first person shooter done right on a no, console. It was just a totally, a totally original formula, regardless of what platform. Right, right time, right place. It was probably. a super right. mission driven, like careful kind of. It was a very. Uh, it was a unique sort of experience that, and you know, Turok is a very different thing as well. It's right, and that's that's kind of how rare games think... tended to be back then. Anyway, they just like they would create something that resembles an existing genre, but they always did very different things with it, or maybe not always, but very often they did. Is there any way to tr like use the non-explosive ammo if I want to preserve it? Mm, or you just... No, you just have to use it. So, uh, somebody earlier asked about what when was Doom done right on consoles first, and I'd actually say it was the Jaguar version, <laughs> which is very—it's not the best console version of Doom, but it's actually very reasonable. Uh, it looks nice, uh, it runs relatively smooth, and it controls okay. 
Oof, it's a good version. Those guys died pretty. It was like kind of a drawn out animation. Grabbing their faces. Oh, yeah. Makes you feel kind of bad for them. Oh, no. Now, uh, so Turn you 2 earlier. was not was really handled by the same team, right? What was it? Turok 2, it was kind it of was. different. It was the staff same team. Behind it. Turok 3, oh, though, okay. and Rage Wars was not really. Oh, okay. And those aren't really well. You don't hear people talk about them very much. No, I, I don't like Turok 3 at all. What about Turok Evolution? My the, favorite Turok game, game is definitely Turok 1. Uh, and Turok 2 is excellent, <clears throat> but mainly the new version because they made a lot of level tweaks to it that I think makes it a much better game. Do you think that yeah, 2 I... was maybe rushed at the time? Yeah, it has a lot of technical problems on N64. And yeah, the I, uh, I, I remember, cool, but it's it's not that useful. I, I remember <laughs> people, bef even before oh. Turok 2 came out, people were like, oh, oh like I hope the expansion pack is, is out in time for Turok 2 because... Uh, like it's really going to need it, but it, Jeez. like, I don't even, to be honest, I can't think of any examples off the top of my head Jeez. where the expansion pack improved frame rates in any way. It was always like increasing resolution and then you got increased resolution and you still lost frame rate yeah. like, compared yeah, to yeah, vanilla. Yeah. It just gave more memory. You know, it's like, the, like shooting out his neck. Oh, I love that. He's like, oh. Yeah, the the expansion pack really never it didn't improve performance usually because it was it was really just extra memory. People definitely thought it, people thought it would though. Yeah, like I back in the that. day, they were like, "Oh, this is going to help Turok Two so much." And I remember playing Turok Two and like <laughs> it seems so weird to think about nowadays, like playing an M rated game in Walmart. But I'm pretty sure it was Walmart. Yeah. Like it was just like set up there and i'm like oof like even back then you know me being you know the n64 fanboy i was like even back then i was like ooh, this is <laughs> am i trying to make that this, jump yeah, yeah. Feel too mean, smooth. like like you said there that's what i'm saying like the expansion pack was literally just ram so the reason they could do high res is because they had more memory for a larger frame buffer and whatnot so mm -hmm. you could do a higher res it just it was enabled because of the extra memory but it didn't add any extra like GPU power, yeah. So it's not you know that's why the frame rate really didn't improve, or sometimes was worse because I'm definitely pretty sure that uh, Castlevania well, Legacy games, of Darkness games it was it was optional, right? You could right the resolution boost was optional. You didn't <clears> have to use the high res mode like in Turok Two. You don't right. It's literally just more memory. Right, because I, I know that, I mean, I, to be honest, I don't really, not a lot of games that I really play on N64 utilize that kind of option. Um, but like Castlevania Legacy of Darkness, I'm pretty positive the frame rate's a lot worse it when is. you're using the high res mode. Am I supposed to just make a running jump to get over there? No, there's another way. You're in the wrong spot. I can't go down. I can't drop down there either, right? Because I died. When I Hold on. Let me let me get to my save screen and I'll help you. <laughs> yeah, Major Majora's Mask requires it. Uh, Perfect okay, Dark. So turn around. Uh, where you at? Perfect Dark. Oh yeah, uh, over there. That's right. That's where you go. Single player requires it. I just I tried to drop down there. <laughs> I'm gonna die. Oh, no, I survived that time. Maybe I, just, I was so close to death before. Maybe it, 
enemy attack me and kill me. Well, Perfect Dark, you say it had a worse frame rate, and that's true in high-res mode, but you couldn't actually play the whole Perfect Dark <laughs> game without the expansion You couldn't pack. play, like, most of the game. Right, like, right. So it's there, there's no way to really play. measure what the expansion pack is doing in those games because you can't you can't see what the game... Wait, am I, I wrong? Mean, I, isn't, isn't it true that in Perfect Dark, like... The whole campaign is not available. Yeah, you can't. You can't. Yeah, play yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. Pack. You can only play uh, some of the uh, multiplayer mode. Right. And you're it. limited. You're limited in the number of bots you can use as well. Uh, but to be honest, I don't. I don't know if I've ever even turned the game on on an N64 that didn't have an expansion pack. So. Was it packed I, in I with that? All the with that I have turned it. I have turned it on. I think, and yeah, it's just literally missing. <clears throat> Uh, features it basically says you can't do anything <laughs> yeah I, I don't think oh, uh no. it i'm pretty sure it did not come with um because i know uh, a lot uh, of people bought it and you know they could just oh, do some limited stuff in the uh multiplayer level to mode. okay so i still gotta i can't access through here can i So, yeah, I, oh, yeah. I, I never it's used the high-res mode in, in Perfect Dark. Nah, me neither. Um, it's terrible. And to be honest, I, I've not really been quite clear what it's doing. Is it is it, uh, is it super sampling? Because I, I, I'm pretty sure it's still 240p. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's basically... It's, it's like a lot, a lot of PlayStation games were, were like this as well, actually. Like Tomb Raider 3, I think, was like 512 by 240 or something. Oh, oh, it's horizontal resolution. I Often, though, I think the PAL version is like 480 by 360 or something. I can't remember exactly, but uh, they the the resolution was different between the US and PAL version right, in right. high-res mode. Yeah, the, the, I, I think um, Rush 2049 uses a high-res mode as well. So I said I needed to find one more key in the levels. I don't know. <clears throat> okay come in here uh, -oh. uh someone was saying that you should do a df retro on n64 games with and without the ram yeah i've actually pack. that's something i've wanted to do for a bit i have some capture done for that oh really uh okay. yeah i like I, that's an idea i've thought about i just haven't had a chance to actually work on that it would be interesting to see uh someone make like a a demo or tool where you could like turn on different features oh and see how it would work with or without an expansion pack yeah i agree oh no oh <laughs> i don't know how much i love the gyro aiming for this oh you've got on yeah it makes sense when you have the when you're playing in handheld mode, but not so much with this. Are you playing with a pro controller? Yeah. I mean, I I am all about gyro aim, so I'm I'm looking forward <laughs> to trying that out. It's kind of a big like dead dead zone. zone. Yeah. Oh, that's. I mean, you can you know, probably it's, it's not always done perfectly, yeah, sure but when it's done right, I am I am all about it. That was like that was the best thing about uh, Uncharted: yeah. Golden Abyss. Oh yeah, the so, uh, that was the first game I played oh, yeah, like that. It was just like Headshot Whoa. City all the time, and holy crap, Scott Davis! Scott, Scott Davis, what are you doing, Scott Davis? 
<laughs> Thank you, Scott Davis. He's got a question for you. you also, talking? I, 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 we, we got your email the other day. I, I think I forgot to reply, but uh, yeah, we, have, but, uh, we, we got an email from that. him about like a follow up to uh, like the next first party controllers. Episode. Oh, cool. I do actually have an answer to his question because I, I was actually, I just mentioned Advent Rising this evening. Oh, he really, remember? yeah, we were talking about it earlier, and I, so, I Okay. There, there is a huge difference between the PC and Xbox versions, uh, mainly performance, because the Xbox version is one of the worst performing games on Xbox. Uh, the frame rate's very, very low, uh, almost unplayable at points, which is why the PC version is definitely the way to play it. But it's interesting because it was an Unreal Engine-based game, uh, Un Unreal 2 Warfare. But other than that, I mean, the Xbox version had all the visual features. It just ran slowly. That was a cool game, though. I, I wish that had continued. I really enjoyed it. Great I mean, it, it had, like, Great a cliffhanger and everything, too. didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would be a three-part sort of And who was... Epic. It was, like... It has, like, kind of these interesting people were involved with it. Like, it had somebody major... Orson Scott like, Card did the story, I think. Right, right. Uh, and it was Donald Mustard and crew a chair that did the main development. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, Scott's definitely brought up Advent Yeah, Rising the soundtrack before. from Tommy Tallarico was fully orchestrated and just absolutely stunning. And One it, of his best works. And it, and it, and it flopped? I think it did, yeah. Because I remember it, them saying like you could win like ten thousand dollars or something i remember like a, a yeah. like a thing on the cover saying win ten thousand dollars it's interesting that that's the one thing you remember <laughs> yeah i mean i just remember that and I, I i thought about it i remember thinking that uh i wonder who ended up winning that <laughs> and i wonder if like anybody like even did they pay out that's yeah what I wanna know. after like especially after it didn't do good or maybe nobody bought the game so that nobody actually entered the contest and they never had to pay it out well, th th thank oh, you <laughs> very much again, Scott. Oh, they thank did? You. Yeah, it says they canceled the contest due to the bad sales. Man. But it's it's not just Xbox exclusive. It's on other things, too? Well, it was on PC. Oh, okay. But the Xbox version was terrible. So really, the only way to play a good version is on the PC. On PC. Huh. Tommy Tellerico Studios. <laughs> Speaking of... Then you were just talking recently about uh, Messiah. Yes, Messiah. I hope Audie got me that copy of Messiah. If you're listening, Audie, you know I want that. And that was at the time when that came out. I remember it being such a big deal. Cause... Sorry about that, Jack. I made him obsessed with CRTs. <laughs> I'm also obsessed with them. <laughs> is it is it weird that I hear Messiah and I I think of the like oh, he the got, Cybernator he got the developer Messiah copy for me. I'm in. I'm in your debt, sir. <laughs> Try. What do you think of when you hear Messiah? The Cybernator developer. I I don't know if that's how you actually pronounce oh, it, but like, yeah, the way that that's enough. spelled. But yeah. <laughs> that's where my mind went when you said Messiah. <laughs> that Messiah is the only Messiah that I worship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like falling right down. Hope this doesn't hurt me every time I'm falling in there. Wait, if, let's try let's try the different the pro grip. <laughs> I didn't realize that there was a name for. No, it's. Mm, Goemon's Great my, Adventure, best N64 game. I, I, I disagree, but like I respect. It's it's, it's a good choice. E so it's, I can't do it. 
What about Goemon? Uh, someone oh, in the chat said Goemon's great adventure, best in 64 game. And I said, I, I said, I disagree, but that, that is a fine choice. Very good game. A game that I, I respected a lot more when I replayed it. <clears throat> oh, we got a uh, $3 or $2. <laughs> oh, you, you got me tongue tied there, Ben oh, Brady, because you're asking about three FPS games. Uh, Good what, try, are, yeah. what are my top three FPS games? Ooh. Ooh. Um, <coughs> that is tough. Um, Half-Life 2 is way up there. Um, ah, man, I, I feel like I'm kind of blanking on it because like, I played a decent number of FPS games last gen and very, very few this gen. Um, I would say Time Splitters 2 is definitely up there, uh, especially after I revisited it last year. I kind of gushed oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's a really good one. Yeah, I kind of gushed about it in uh, the Perfect Dark Zero video I did because, like, I was just going to, like, record a little bit of footage of it and be like, you know, <laughs> this is, like, kind of part of Perfect Dark's legacy. But, like, I started playing it and I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like... So much better than I remember because you have to keep in mind I played it when it was new, like what, 2002 or three, and uh, like it wasn't that many years since Perfect Dark, right? And so, like at the time, like that was what I want. I wanted GoldenEye Perfect Dark. That's what I wanted at that time a first-person shooter to be. And that's what Time Splitters was, but it wasn't far enough removed at that time. Now, like I revisit that and it's like, oh my gosh, it's like Perfect Dark and Goldeneye, except it has a good frame rate and it has modern <laughs> controls. Oh my gosh, they don't make games like this. Like, I, I think, it, was, uh, it was such a revelation revisiting it, you know, almost 20 years later. I believe that uh, Matt Phillips, who did Tanglewood, actually was the guy who included that in uh, Homefront: The Revolution. It's not uh... the complete game, but he basically like included a part of Time Splitters. Like, 2 like in the there. level design or something like that, right? No, like no, no, no. Like you can play actual Time Splitters too, but I think it's just like the first level. Oh, okay. It's like a bonus thing in that game. But they included some of the levels or something like that in there as well. Or maybe Possibly, I, but I, like the I level design is the same. That, but I just know that they're. Like a Time Splitters 2 bonus in there. <laughs> if, if I was to round that out with a third, I mean, I, I'm tempted to say Metroid Prime, but I'm I'm kind of one of those people that is like, eh, well, I don't don't worry, I don't you'll really get, class I don't classify that as a first person. Try, shooter. you'll get your you'll get your third once you play Halo. Yeah. <laughs> what do, What do you think is the best Halo game? What is your? Favorite? I mean, my favorite's still one. Uh, yeah. You know, it's probably quite flawed but the experience was so magical exactly. at the time. I'm, I'm the same way. I will I... not forget that. I mean I love it's a great series all around though. Everything Bungie made in that series is good. Yeah I mean. I, I have played a little bit of Halo but I haven't like really played Halo. <clears throat> right I'm yeah Try has not played Halo 1. I'm <clears throat> like you need to play it. <laughs> what am um, I oh I see. <laughs> we, got, we got five pounds from uh, Hyper Gibbon uh Asking, uh, heard of Terracon for PS1 was a cool third-person shooter with some interesting mechanics, but only released in PAL. Ooh, I haven't actually heard of oh. Large levels and view distance, too. for the rocks. 
Oh, Ben Brody with a $2 donation says, Mine is Half-Life 2. 2 is uh, Deus Ex 2. And 3 is... Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Oh. Oh. I, 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 I have a soft spot for Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I, yeah, I like that. I have not played the whole game, but my uncle had it on PC, and I, I really liked it. Um, I really liked... Um, it's kind of cool area. Wolfenstein uh, <coughs> New Order. I yeah, haven't I haven't played that's, uh That's quite good. I haven't, I haven't played the the most recent uh what what was it? No, uh New Colossus, what was it? Some Oh wait, it says that we're really quiet according if you can see in the chat mic uh, wise. Well, we're we're trying, trying. I mean, we we got the microphone right here. I can try and interrupt the sensitivity on it. See if that helps. Yeah, we'll do our best. Let me know if this is better. We'll try. But people, <laughs> people, people complain that we're quiet in general <laughs> on streams. Joe Redifer says it's most, because most we people, most people have our audio levels about. to be like what they should be, and everyone on like like general stuff on YouTube is always like maxed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so it just uh, makes us sound really uh, quiet in comparison. A dollar ninety nine from. Uh, Asa Davis saying Klonoa is real good. You're, you are not wrong. It's, it's a great game. Have correct. they announced what that, uh, like the supposed remake or possible remake that they of Klonoa that no. Namco said? Like they announced something with the Klonoa name, but they didn't say what it yeah, is. I don't know yet. I hope they do something with it. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite FPSs, I, don't, I have no idea how it holds up, but I remember I played through it multiple times. I don't think it's been ported anywhere. Uh, it's this PC game called Shogo. Yeah, Shogo Mobile Armor Division. Yep. From uh, a monolith. Yeah, yeah. Super weird game. It is, and yeah, it goes back and forth into like, the third yeah. person. It has like the third person uh, mech levels. Yep, yep. And I thought it was pretty cool. It was super cool at the time. Uh, yeah. John, uh, Ben Brody wants to, <clears throat> wants to know if you like fried egg on burger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> And we got $5 from Drumata. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Drumata. Saying, uh, favorite rare game you rented or borrowed but never owned? I rented Bomberman 64, the second attack, so much, it would have been much cheaper to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Um, that's a good question. I, uh, back in the day, I, my memory was that I borrowed oh. DuckTales oh. from a friend. And then years and years later, when I finally played DuckTales 2, like the level design and that was matching up much more in my memory of what I borrowed from my friend. So I, I must have been I'm DuckTales unsure. 2. I'm sure I may have, I may have borrowed DuckTales. So tonight. somebody there just talked, mentioned if I tried plasma TVs and that it would kill the FW900. And no. So. I was a plasma TV user since since 2006, and I still have a second generation Pioneer Kuro in my one of my rooms. Actually, you shipped shipped a half. I shipped it all the way to Germany. I mean, I've 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 had I've owned like five different plasmas. Uh, They are awesome. I love plasmas, but they they do not match a CRT for several reasons. First of all, the motion resolution is still not on par with CRT. It's much better than LCD, and it's better than a sample and hold OLED, but uh, it still has um, sort of slight motion blur, and there's also <clears throat> decay variation between the different phosphors. It causes 
a slight visible yellow trail effect, uh, which I don't like, but it's not bad. But also there's a lot of PWM noise on Plasma, so they look a little bit grainy compared to a CRT. And of course they're fixed pixel displays. So you're still like have to target native resolutions rather than being able to throw more arbitrary resolutions right. at it. Right. When you when you look up close at a plasma, yeah, it, looks it very almost dirty. has a CRT like look to it. Almost, like, but they, they kind of have the like a fuzz. To almost them. Look like. There's a little bit it, of a fuzz there. It's the PWM noise. But on top of that, there's a um, PWM sampler. It's like pulse width modulation. Uh, okay. uh so also most plasmas, as far as I know anywhere, are all limited to sixty hertz max. So the whole point of of uh, the CRT there is that with the FW900 is you can play at super high refresh rates to get really, really smooth motion with perfect motion resolution. So I can do 160 hertz, 120 hertz, no problem. Can't do that on a plasma. So you don't, you can't actually match that. No, I, uh, there's no plasma that I've ever seen that actually does 120 hertz. The, uh, it could be feasible, though. It's just that they don't exist. None of them accept that resolution. Unless there was some, like, uh, monitor class plasma that I'm not aware <clears> of. Like, not a consumer display, but some, like, PC-like display. But I, 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 mean, don't have, I, don't, I don't have the most experience with plasmas, but I've always been no, disappointed. No, dude, models. hardcore, yeah. you are totally wrong about this. You're <laughs> absolutely 100% wrong. You're... It does not have much better image quality, and it does not have perfect motion. Plasmas do not have perfect motion. Like, I, I, he's getting me worked up because that's so untrue. Because, trust me, I, this is this is a place I've been many, 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 many times. I know all about these plasmas. I've been owning them for years, and I've I I have had a ZT60. I've had a Toshiba plasma. I've had a different Panasonic plasma. I've had three Pioneer plasmas. Uh. You know, I love plasmas, but they don't do they don't do perfect motion. Trust me, when I first got into plasmas, uh, and yeah, I'm fucking worked up, asshole. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> but uh. So, we yeah. uh. We uh. We missed a two dollar <laughs> donation from Joshua Helmicky asking uh, what was the very first FPS ever made. And yeah, like, I am my cursing because reaction somebody in the chat is a piece of shit. Up. Get out of here, asshole. And I'm serious. <laughs> you ban that guy. Not the plasma guy, he's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, first, first FPS, I mean, I'm tempted to say Wolfenstein 3D, but I feel like that's so obvious, it's got to be... Um, and there was also another one that was uh, from Carter Dotson asking what the top ten, the top ten anime crossovers are. Like the, I, I don't know. I didn't even know one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, I'm not. I'm not really the to ask that question. <laughs> Samsung did make some nice plasmas, but they had a lot of image retention and and uh, burn in problems compared to the other ones. <laughs> what do you think of um, uh, is it is it sharp? I'm trying. I'm trying to think what brand my my uncle had. 
But I thought they were just okay. Um, I mean, I, honestly, I've never, like, really seen one up close. The plasma? Yeah, believe it or not. No, they're they're cool. It's just that they they. Do you think that they that they're glorified now, like as being better than they than no, they were? No, it's like a halfway point between LCD and plasma. Mm-hmm. They, I, they, I I felt like once once LCD got like decent, it it to me it was not worth the cost, you know, extra cost, and then worry about retention and you know uh, phosphor de- decay and stuff like that. Um, you know, at, th- at that point, I was just like, eh, I'm I'm just going to go with LCD. I'm not going to worry about plasma. Definitely thought about it. Another donation there for a minute there. Yeah, I, y'all I, are crazy I, I tonight. Um, we got uh, from Monty, five dollars from, from Monty G. Really? Uh, saying, mm-hmm. have John and Corey been having heated uh, Ace Combat 7 strategy discussions? <laughs> no, uh, I mean, I've, I've continued playing the campaign, though. It's uh, it's pretty good. Um, I, I'm... I'm curious of where the plot's gonna go it's it's surprisingly interesting uh i like the world though the world in that like the what is it called what's the name of the world in, in ace combat it's like oh yeah i forget the name it's, it is really cool though yeah it's um but the, like the story is, is pretty interesting and uh but i'm at this one level i kept on getting a mission fail i had no i no idea why (laughs) is is there is there anything in the world of ace combat that like it's just the wind that feels good though yeah is there anything in the world of ace combat that what that like is is just absolutely not at all like the real world other than just like different countries and different continents um yeah i mean it seems I mean, like it seems like airplanes and like the air force is really glorified a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just like it's just like the world of Pokemon. Right. No, no one talks about anything but Pokemon. Can I just oh, say yeah. like so? I got I That's got my daughter actually. her first Pokemon game, like a real Pokemon game, for her for her uh, 3ds for Christmas, and uh, she's like way into it. Um, she doesn't play a lot of games, and like even games that require a bit more reflexes she doesn't she loses interest pretty quickly but pokemon is like it seems to be right up her alley and uh i got her pokemon sun because it's just like whatever was like used at the place mm-hmm. and um i mean christmas day she put in like like six hours on christmas day wow that's impressive yeah how'd your wife feel about that <laughs> well i mean she's fine with it i mean especially on christmas day she's like yeah you know this is I have no problem with them it's just like though. having so much on, in the one, like during the one day. Is 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 she doing better with it than than Minecraft? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is, is that when when we see her playing uh, Pokemon, it's like you can hear her like reading the story and like what everyone's saying to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that's. Hang on, let me just make sure I don't, I don't want any of that. Yeah, water to get through. Uh, we we had a dollar nine from from Asa Davis saying it's pronounced Asa. Klonoa is still real good. That's still real truth. 
I need to play. I need to play Klonoa too sometime. Makes me a little nervous. I'm gonna actually take it out and yeah. put it back in that one because just in case yes. we don't want any water to get down there. Yeah. Especially this close to the finish line. Ooh, another, another top three from Ben Brody. Top three games I would like to see remastered. Well, one of them we already know is happening, and that's uh, that's uh, you know, Resident Evil Three. Um, I think it would be really interesting to see like Resident Evil Four done remastered, but it's also like did it actually get wet? It's like water. Like, it's okay. It's just keep on going. It's it's actually like I don't I don't know if it's all that necessary though. I mean, Code Veronica could be interesting yeah, yeah, too, like, but definitely Resident Evil Three. I'm pretty excited about. Um. Let me think. Like, definitely like um, the 3D Mario games. I'm really nervous though. Like, I, I, I have zero faith that anyone would ever remaster Mario 64 correctly. Like, they're going to screw up the controls, the physics. Something would be it's... screwed up. Huh? Yeah, something would be screwed up. Yeah, the, the, like the the way that game is. Like, because they've, ever since Mario 64, or uh, Galaxy, especially Galaxy, ever since then, like, Mario has had a much, like, stickier sort of feel <laughs> to his movement. And they're really afraid to, like, go back to that loose feel that Mario 64 had. I actually, I actually really like playing as Luigi in the Galaxy games, just because he's a little looser. Um, uh, so, I... Mario 64, like, I, th that, that's definitely a care careful what you wish for, because I, of all the games in existence, I feel like that is the one that I would be okay. the <laughs> most, I can't believe that, this guy's not kill me. I, that's the one that would be, oh, like, the most be. difficult no, I was like, like, that's... like, you would have to be pretty so darn faithful to the original I know. Uh, but I w but like Mario Sunshine, Galaxy, you know, 3D Land, 3D World, I'd definitely like to see that. 3D Land would take some work because I feel like 3D Land is uh, hard to play in a um, in a in a in, with 3D off. Yeah, a little bit. It, it would it would require like different cameras, but yeah. like I'm considering all those Mario games like choice i would yeah, be I interested mean, to see what they do with mario 64 but i did the uh, like definitely sunshine show. onwards i'd like to see um as far as another <laughs> one um hmm i would like say some of the metal gear solid games but i mean the hd ports are really good and like after Twin, Twin Snakes just does not have that Kojima vibe to it. So, yeah. like, anything that's, like, a full-on remake, like, I just don't think I could trust. Um, what, are you, what are your thoughts on the on Twin Snakes? Well, it's interesting, but I'm not a huge fan. But I don't mind it. I, I like liked it a, lo it a lot, lot of the time. It doesn't, really, it doesn't really bother me, like, you know. Some it's like it's it's interesting that it exists. I'm glad that it <laughs> exists as like a thing, but 
Yeah. It, I don't. Really I really liked it when it came out. Like in my my the the graphics were yeah, it, on par with uh, Metal Gear Solid Two, and then when you revisit it years later, it's not. <laughs> and just like the the feel of the cutscenes and everything, it just it does not feel like Kojima. That's because it's kind of not, even though yeah. it like is following his game pretty darn faithfully. I'm like, it's it's thing. amazing, just like. Great. You know, yeah. what a difference it makes actually having him directly involved. Well, it's like Dennis Dyack's vision, which is fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of all the people they could have chosen. I mean, I wonder why. Well, at, at the time, I think Dennis Dyack was, you His know. His company was doing good. I guess, yeah, they were yeah, just coming I mean, off of Eternal Darkness. It was it was pretty respected, but now, like, Dennis Dyack, like, now people just, like, you know, after Too Human, I think people lost faith in him, and you know, he he was never really able to convince people that he was still with it. You know, when they were trying to make that uh, Eternal Darkness spiritual success. That's right. I, oh, I yeah, forgot yeah. about that, and the Kickstarter didn't do well. Like yeah, it, failed, it did right? really bad. I don't, yeah, I don't they, remember they if it was of, a Kickstarter. They kind of fell apart miserably. I'm not really sure what the state he, of things. Yeah, I wonder where he's at now. I mean, there hasn't been anything from him in a while. 8K yeah. HDR remastered Rolling Grumblumps. It might yeah, happen one day. Maybe. <laughs> as long as you can ride them. That's all that matters. As long as you can, like, convert oh, it to VHS. So stuff like I just picked up the backpack. Is it, like, a just allows me to carry more shells and stuff? Or I don't know if it even it does. <clears throat> I yeah, like, I remember. Like, I, I know Kojima was involved there. to some extent, and oh, the, yeah. the cutscenes like, were directed kind of like by a movie director. It. But yeah. it's still like, it makes it, it a Kojima like a game is directed stuff. by Kojima. No one else can yeah. emulate what he does. That's just <coughs> how it is. Oh, so they said LCDS NES will be rebranded FXP FX Pack. FX Pack starting when January one, doing the word SD in the trademark. Um. It, I had heard something I, similar to that. I didn't know if it was like had had been uh, released yet or not, or like that had been if they had announced the the name. Uh, I'm, I'm I don't know if I people will go like people will have a hard time making that transition. Well, I, I, F- I, I can understand FX why. Pack sounds kind of I, I I get it. That's kind of cool actually, but yeah, using the the word pack, it sounds like game pack. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that actually. Yeah, it's it's actually a pretty clever name, but I feel like people have a really hard time making that transition. Yeah, that's the problem. Is it's been known as SD two SNES for so long. Yeah, I mean, but you, you know, the, the, I mean, obviously, this is a little. There's oh. always those times where people are like, "Oh, I am, I am never going to call this by this new name that they just announced that I hated." You know, it's 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 going to be it's going to be the Nintendo Revolution forever. And it's like, yeah, right. Who actually stuck to their guns on that? <laughs> What's interesting about the Xbox Series X? There, uh, I have heard, <coughs> I I can't recall exactly the number, but it does seem like it's going to have a lot of compute units for sure. Very curious to see uh, what I want to see more of the spec reveal at this point because we don't know that much yet. Do you think they're going to launch with a lower power one? Yeah, 
I'm fairly certain. But you think PS5 is just going to be one mm -hmm. platform? I think it's going to be one system. I'm I'm not sure about this lower this like lower tier system. I have, I suspect that the X the Series X will be very expensive, uh, and as a result, they're going to uh, try to make up for it by launching a lower price model. Maybe the low price model will be like um, um, a 1080p target machine with similar games. Mm -hmm. That's just going to be a mess for your workflow. I really don't. I'm not looking forward to that if that's true. I really don't want that. It's hard to imagine, though, like if if they really are put, positioning the Series X as a power machine, like you're right, it is going to have to be expensive. And I don't think they're going to like, you know, you know, even though it wasn't even though it was Sony that was, you know, the, the infamous, you know, let me check something real six hundred dollars. <laughs> um, Five hundred nine nine U.S. dollars. Like I don't think they would. I I I think they would do that, but I don't think they would do it without another box you could buy. Um, I see that uh, Joshua Helmicky donated two dollars, asking if we have any familiarity with the uh, SD to SB SP two, and uh, we just we just hung out with uh, with Dan Coons on Friday oh, right. on Friday, and um, we got a couple of those. For our, for our units and also um, uh, the GC loader. Now that's the disk drive one, right? Yes, Not the and one the SC to SP2 is basically yeah. it can be used to replace the um, the, the, me, the media cool. loader in the in the in the um, in the memory card slot. Oh yeah, that's true. That, I I hate using that thing. It's such so, a pain. <laughs> somebody else was asking about numbers, and I'm gonna guess on the Xbox something around. Like fifty-six compute units on the GPU, and I suspect the PS5 might be less, but I'm not sure. There's a, there's less information out there on well, PS5. Do you think uh, do do you think that the the uh, proximity to a hundred percent on backwards compatibility is going to be higher on Xbox than PS4 or PS5? What do you mean proximity to a hundred percent? Like, I feel like Microsoft really, like, nailed it with backwards compatibility, at least uh, in terms of, like, they've got their system down. Yeah, for, they know what they want to do. They yeah. know what they're doing in terms of that. And I feel like Microsoft is going to, this is just me randomly guessing, but I feel like they're going to get closer <clears throat> to having all Xbox One games compatible on the series x then sony will get to having all ps4 games right so i actually my guess is that they're going to be fully compatible or like 98 percent compatible across the board straight right. away there's probably going to be like some edge cases that they just some can. edge cases maybe but i think it's that's one of the specific reasons <clears throat> that uh going for um uh x86 AMD. is so good for this case because it does it should help. It's a all. It's the same architecture all around. It should be fairly simple to pull it off. Now, Xbox BC, I think will. You're right, Lucas. I think that only replies to the ones that they've had to redo, though, which is why Xbox 360 and Xbox Original will continue to be limited. But I think Xbox One games will just work across the board in the same way that the Series X will be like a continuation. 
of the Xbox One <coughs> in a way, kind of like how Xbox One X just runs Xbox One games, just improved. I think it'll be mm-hmm. similar. Do you think all currently compatible original Xbox and 360 games on the Xbox One will carry over? And Theoretically, they should, but I, who can say? Maybe there could be some... If there's a reason why it wouldn't, it would be some legal thing or some... Right, I mean, thing. I... My biggest disappointment with the backwards compatibility is how few original Xbox games actually got there. Like original 360 is shockingly comprehensive. I mean, it's it's nowhere near 100%, but it's like there's like all of these like games no one cares about that are on there. And that's awesome. Like, I love that, that, you know, there's so so many low priority games, like just goes to show that it really you know, they were just they were just getting the games on there, and I I applaud them for that. Yeah, but. yeah, for sure. Try there's a couple of donations if you want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, y'all are speeding yeah. up again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, not not ordinary games with five dollars. Thank you. Uh, saying yeah. since you're shooting dinos, I wish to say, I, I want to say, I wish Dinosaur Planet came out as intended. <laughs> I, I I I would be interested. Yeah, I'd like to see it. I would like to see that. Like I. I don't hate Star Fox, uh, Star Fox Adventures for being like a weird entry in Star Fox. Um, I liked the game a lot more when it came out. The last time I replayed it, like it didn't feel like there was much of anything interesting going on in terms of gameplay, but it's it's still a real visual treat for the GameCube, and it's it's really shocking. This this like 480p widescreen game with at 60 uh, frames per second or it, less. with fur shading, and they go at 60 frames per second, which was something that like Rare like never even considered touching <laughs> on the yeah. N64. You know, it's like this. It's this. <laughs> ridiculous generational leap for them and it's so cool and it's such a shame that that is their only gamecube you know i'm like really living on the edge here with my one health point <laughs> uh there was also let's see uh, there's also five dollars from guy manly thank you oh. asking uh hello love your master series any experience with the Rad 2X console-specific cables by RetroTeam? Uh, not uh, yet, but we hope to be doing something on the 2X soon. We we have we haven't tested them or anything yet. Yeah, yeah. As, as, as a clarification, that is, oh, I, w- I wouldn't say that is by RetroTeam because that was kind of like a collaboration between uh, Mike Chi, who does yeah. the RetroTeam, and and Rob from Retro Gaming Cables. <coughs> and you know, my, my understanding button. is that. You know, it's it's kind of Rob's project now. That the the Rad Two X is kind of his project. Mike helped him get going. I'm sure there's something in it for Mike. Um, but you know, that is definitely a a retro gaming cables product. But being that it's based, you know, officially on the retro tank uh, architecture, I, I expect it to be very good. I love the retro tank. I think it's you know it's it's one of the smartest uh, choices people can make 
in terms of a, a device for for retro gaming kind of budget uh, they, sure. they can play so many systems in you know uh, a, a better way than you could just plugging them into an hgtv you know even if you're just using <laughs> composite you're still at least getting a lower lag experience you know the composite is at least scaled <laughs> even if it's not beautiful um, you know, play it stuff like N64 and S video. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it, it's a great device. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big advocate of it, but where I think the, I, I think it makes sense if you are interested in using multiple consoles to buy a retro tank or an OSSC. But if you're the kind of person that's just like, and, and, and people have asked this as question at conventions. And this is why I really wish that I have had a chance to use a rad two X because I would, I would like to be speaking from experience, but right now I'm just speaking from, I assume this is a thing that will be quite good. Um, that is the perfect device for someone who's just like, I only want to play Super Nintendo. You know, yeah. I only want to play Sega Genesis. That's what I hook up my the, childhood Super Nintendo and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and people, there are a lot of people that ask us some, um, questions just like that. Like there is only one old system that i'm interested in hooking up you know otherwise i'm just playing you know my switch or xbox one or ps4 or whatever you know i i want to hook up my super nintendo like right you know that is that is the target market for those cables and i i have absolute faith that (laughs) that they will be better than you know the the hyperkins or you know the the level hike or whatever, you know, which we are still going to do a video on those. It'll all be in one uh, video though. I think, yeah, that'll probably be the same video as the rad two X. Yeah. Yeah. The rad two X seems pretty, pretty neat for the idea. Yeah. I mean, if that's just what you're trying to do with like a single system or something. Exactly. Right, right, right. And, and there's there's a lot of people like that. But I would say that if there's two to three plus oh, systems that you're interested in hooking up, then I think it's, I think it's worth looking into a retro tank. Especially, I mean, maybe you say like now you're like, oh, I only want to play that system, but uh, you know, watch out. <laughs> <laughs> you might not always want to just play the one system. Exactly. The, you know, what well, one day you could be like John and. You know, oh, I got to level fourteen. You're you're playing CDI all the time. You know, <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah, and that slope ends. I don't recommend uh, with that, your your that face path. like smack on like a muddy CDI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got a uh, three nine nine from Drew uh, Eisel saying, Thank "I'm you. using Red Two X playing Mario sixty four right now." Oh. There you go. Well, awesome. there, there's an example from experience right there. Yeah, I mean, well, that's, that's you know, again, N64 is, is perfect <laughs> yeah, system going for, to, for got, that kind of thing. So when you run out of lives, I mean, I know I see you can, like, respond at the different lives. How do you get those to even appear? What is, what's that? I mean, how do you get more lives? Oh, you earn the, you know, those little triangular things? Or, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. around, you collect those? I see, okay. And like maybe for a hundred of them or something, you get a life. Yeah. Got it. 
How far like are y'all into the game? I don't know. I finished the first two levels and I am I missing keys? Let me see. Yeah, I missed uh two keys in level two, so that's that's bad. And one here. So I'm not doing ex exceptional here, but did you uh, did you play through the whole game when you did any of your recent videos? Oh yeah. How yeah. how long did it take you? Um, less than ten hours now. For each game or just one? For one. That's that's pretty decently uh, length though. It probably would take longer if you're not used to the game. <laughs> yeah. But I'm not <coughs> I'm not concentrating as much here because of this. So missing right. some secrets and all the keys and such. What the what's going on there? See right there. Like I see that. When they oh, yeah. do that. I don't know what it means when they were like glowing like that. That's because they're just warping them out. Because uh, the N sixty four it couldn't draw that many at once. I see. So they're just making it as part of the game instead of just disappearing. Can you picture how good Wave Race would be on the next-gen consoles? I mean, Wave Race is already pretty perfect on N64, so <laughs> I don't I don't know what kind of advancement it needs. I said jump on that. I, I still think that game is a miracle to have come out as early <clears throat> in the N64's life as it did. Like, to have that kind of wave physics, oh, that game is just so... I, I could just pick that game up anytime and just have a good time. Like, it's just... <laughs> Such a great pickup and play game. I see that uh, we had a, a two dollar donation from uh, L Brown twenty one two one four nine four saying, "What's the hardest video for you all to make?" What What do you think was the hardest video you've ever made, John? I mean, uh, hmm. I mean, one of those developer ones. Yeah, because trying to do that in a short time, make that work. It's that took some. That definitely was difficult, mm -hmm. but you know. <laughs> Other, I mean, probably there's probably a lot of ones like of things you don't like want to cover all that much that are are harder yeah. than than. Like if oh. somebody says, "Hey, cover Fortnite," I'm just like, you know, <laughs> that, that would be the hardest video <laughs> ever. Oh, like you can knock over the trees; they can they'll fall down. Kind of interesting. Um, uh, for, for me. Definitely the, uh, the, Game the GameCube Cube. HDMI updates video that we did uh, November, December last year. That video was tremendously difficult. That's cool. Um, mostly just because there was a lot. Of it was kind of a moving little... target. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. It was a move. It was a moving target. <laughs> there were you know some issues with the pre-release uh, GCHD Mark II. But they were um, actually you know, able to fix those issues because of like the stuff. They that were found. able to fix those issues because I looked at it early enough. Oh yeah, but <laughs> I was like, I was just kind of like, okay, Something I don't. With the black levels, right? It, yeah, the black. It, it was, was the crushing. black levels and really the the, the light levels. Too. Wasn't it crushing detail and like clipping whites? And it was, it was, and uh, it it. it Turned out that to some extent, like this, this was th these were flaws that were in the in the actually in the the open source code. Like mostly because like no one up to that point had really tried to make like a retail product out of the analog version of GC video. 
And so, like, even though that stuff had been around for a while, I guess, like, not enough people had really looked at it. And I, I was, like, looking at it, and I'm like, I know no one cares about anything but Smash and, you know, or at least that's what it seems like sometimes. I'm like, I, I can't freaking see where I'm going in Resident Evil. It's dark. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Uh, also, I love, for the love of the game, for that comment, I find Quake Saturn more impressive and interesting than N64 version i agree <laughs> that quake on the saturn is so cool <laughs> n64 version has anti-aliasing disabled yeah no the n64 version is a good That's... port actually it's a very good port it's just the saturn version is really neat oh what the <laughs> that's animation my save oh we got doom on the saturn recently that's a rough one <laughs> Yeah, this game is brutal with the lives. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess it makes sense. The time that, was, that was how you did it back then, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Who remembers this part with the pillars? This is this is pretty... This was, this was probably the thing that... I can imagine a lot of people made it to this part and then just never played the game again. <laughs> it's all <laughs> platforming. Well, it doesn't look that bad. Well, the problem is it gets the jumps start to get really far apart and also vary their distance a little bit. So mm. I noticed you kind of fall through like if you jump a little bit too far, you will overshoot it. So there's if you go down here, there's like a secret area down there you can get to. Do enemies respawn? Okay, I guess if you just go straight here, you can just kind of but there's also, well, since I can just reload my save, maybe I'll see if I can get it this way. Oh, okay. So you see those distant platforms down there? Oh, I don't know how fast the stream is here, but... They do respawn, okay. Yeah, they definitely respawn. Like, do they respawn when you're looking at where they would Shoot. spawn from, or is it just when you're, like, away from... Whoa just my my alarm or my uh my smoke detector the battery is dying and sometimes it beeps a lot and sometimes it doesn't beep at all but i wonder if it's no yeah the, the, the portable turret games audio mentioned i i don't even know what they look like off the top they're of cool <laughs> they're really cool i for some reason, I, it takes me back to the the Game Boy Color Perfect Dark game, which I I I, I owned. I, I got it when it came out, and I did not play very far into it. I remember not being impressed. And I've always kind of wanted to give it another shot. I don't own it anymore, though. I, I it's not a game I see very often. I I don't I don't know if it's like rare or something. What Perfect Dark? I mean, on yeah, Game Perfect Boy. Dark on Game Boy Color. They had a had a had Rumble built into the cartridge. Huh. Wow. <clears throat> Didn't know about that. I forgot about. I, I've never actually played that version. I just heard yeah, about it. Yeah, it's but... it's it, well, it's it's if I remember correctly, it's actually a prequel, which Perfect Dark Zero also is. So I'm not sure if, like. It actually fits into any sort of continuity that would make sense. 
even though like Perfect Dark Zero's story was nonsense, but <laughs> I see. Smoke Monster saying that's a lot of people watching. How many people are watching? Is this going to be our highest viewed stream, exceeding even Prism? Uh, there's 543 people. Dang. What? Dang. Yeah. I don't think I can make this jump. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's, it's difficult. Trial and error. Is there like at least a safe spot right close to it? Um. Oh, yeah. Wait, are you really supposed to jump down there? Uh, there's, there's a secret down there. Oh yeah. Oh okay. So it's op. I'm just trying to get there because I. Yeah, I'm I'm so far behind you for one thing. Doesn't even matter. Like we can't even. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I went flying. <coughs> well, that, that we, 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 flying yeah. in the very wrong direction. <coughs> uh, I was just going to ask about the speed runs in uh, Turok because it's people that speed run this stuff is just it's super cool. I mean, I I bet it's pretty broken at this point. Like, I feel like N64 is a popular speedrunning console because there's early constructing 3D, games, 3D yeah. worlds was so new that there's lots of ways to do things you shouldn't do. Which, back in the day, that was one of the most appealing things about the system for me because, like, especially, like, Mario 64 and GoldenEye, I feel like it was very easy to find sort of weird glitches in those games that just, like, for me, increased the replay value. <laughs> All right, I'm not... Yeah, I wouldn't... Uh... <laughs> and then, like, Banjo-Kazooie, I didn't really replay like I did Mario 64 because, like, the game didn't feel as open-ended as Mario 64 in, in a lot of ways. Like, it just felt more constrained. And... I, I don't know if that's necessarily true because I, I'm pretty sure you know, th there are so many glitches people have found in, in 64 games, but it just seemed to me that like at back in the day, Mario 64 and GoldenEye were the games that people were aware of glitches in. Um, and yeah. I, I guess it was maybe just because those were popular and nowadays people have possibly found just as many glitches in other games. There's plenty. But... Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I know like, you know, Zelda found lots of glitches in it. You know, I I was the only glitch I was aware of back in the day in Zelda that I can remember was the one where you can turn other items in your inventory into bottles. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, if, 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 if I were, I, I actually used to have, I don't know if I still have it. I used to have oh, a save shoot. file where like I, all of my like items conveniently were right on the platform spawned on there. Every single item was a fish in a bottle. And, and what, I mean, not that there was any reason for that. I just did it to do it. But like I, what I think you do is like when you are going to catch something in the water, you, you have a bottle really hard. And while you're in mid swing, you pause the game and switch to another item. And then that item will become what you catch. If I remember correctly. Oh, that's an interesting, uh, it's interesting comment. I mean, I, I thought about this a bit. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, do you consider Code Veronica to be Resident Evil opposed to Nemesis? There's the secret area I wanted to get to. 
Um, I. I, I think guess it's a more Resident appropriate Evil three. Yeah. I I guess it makes sense. I mean, three by all rights should be the spinoff. Because yeah, it, I like, mean three. I always felt it, like they just made it because they could make it quick enough, and it just happened to come out at a time that it it came out first. So they like always right. I mean, the 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 thing is, like, it, it it takes place at the same time, roughly, as Resident Evil Two. You know, it's it's the Raccoon City incident. Yeah. Um. So it, it it feels like a side story in that sense, whereas Code Veronica like actually pushes things forward. That said, I feel like three matches the tone of the series better than yeah. Code Veronica does. It like does. Code Veronica, like kind of feels weird sometimes. Although I do really enjoy the the return of Wesker in it. Um. <clears throat> To be honest, I think I've only beaten Code Veronica. Well, keep in one mind time. though, Code Veronica was kind of made by Next Tech, but did like Linkle Liver oh, Story. And yeah, all that. I forgot it's not like exactly. The like Capcom House obviously, Project, is it? Um, you know, they contributed heavily to the development, but the heavy lifting was done by Next Tech. So it was kind of uh, it wasn't a typical Capcom game at the time. Um, it has one of the most yeah. amazing intros, though. Oh yeah, I love. Yeah, uh, dropping the handgun oh, yeah. and grabbing it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's it's very memorable for yeah. sure. But I, don't get me wrong, I like Kavranka, but I I was kind of down on Resident Evil Three the first time I played it, and the second time I played it, I, oh, I really God. got into it though. Like I, I don't know why, I just have much greater appreciation for it. So whether or not it makes sense as being the game that is numbered three, uh, it it is my preferred of the two games um the there was uh, okay. oh uh Ro robbie playing with uh a dollar 99 thank you um do you think Ooh, new crts will be made number. by enthusiast i mean a vehicle look oh That's wow cool. <laughs> i i i love that like overwrought boss uh meter, meter? with I like with like the like the three D text, like yeah, it's like going away from you. It's pretty awesome. <coughs> that car, that car is like actually like a really good looking car. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> there is a uh... it just goes in circles though. Yeah, 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 yeah. This uh, isn't the... the this is just like one part of this boss fight though. Oh, so yeah, I I don't I don't think new CRTs will be. I mean, I I I, I feel like it's got to be too complicated of a technology for. It's not like, worth the money investment. People even though... to to yeah, it's like could it happen? Yes. Will anyone ever have enough money to do that or afford that? No. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, we were talking about this with uh, with Dan the other night about Ugh. how I think the level of enthusiasm that we see is different than like what's actually out there i guess yeah. just like you know we yeah we would say oh that would be awesome there's so many people that would buy it but in re reality there's probably like three thousand people max that would ever consider buying that yeah i agree i don't know if three thousand is it but it, yeah i mean depending on the cost <laughs> right but yeah like i mean think about this like we have no clue how analog actually set like 
Right, exactly. I mean, there's so much to it that we have no idea. Yeah, I mean, you, you think, like, that is a relative big product in the retro gaming scene. Like, how many really sell? Like, I right. I have no clue. Uh, you know, people complain a lot about this is too expensive, that is too expensive, you know. And I think it's just... When people say that, to me, it's just disrespecting, like... The time and effort. A, yeah, the time and effort people are putting into it. It's because people are thinking like, oh, it's an old, it should be cheap. And, you know, and since they're also disrespecting, like, the value of old old games, you know, by saying like, oh, this should be like dirt cheap. Right. Um, but, yeah, people don't understand, like, the effort that goes into it. Very For very few people is this, like, actually a job that can sustain them. They're putting lots of their own money into prototyping and... And, and and that's not cheap when in in reality, I mean, we're talking to 541 people right now that are maybe interested in buying some some technology for for old game systems. But I get the end of the day, it's just not that many people, and the yeah. and, and and people don't respect what or appreciate what you know the what the scale of production you know really does and and retro gaming is a small scale i mean right no matter there's there's no two ways about it. it's a small scale you know the real the reality is though i just really want manufacturers to find a way to match crt motion quality uh, mm. on modern displays like that's really the main thing missing do you think they're even is, thinking there, about is, it? is there is there any any so, way they could offer there is evidence of this because as somebody pointed out to me and i looked at CES last year, and that's coming up in 2020 here shortly, LG had like a clear motion OLED prototype that uh, oh. was designed to, you know, solve this problem. But it's not in any consumer display yet. But mm -hmm. maybe the 2020 model, probably not. But there's potential there. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other the other thing too is kind of what 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 you and Richard were talking about with the the CRTs and it, it's it's also like you can get away no. with less area hopefully here you you can get away with lower resolution <laughs> but still feels clean at a low resolution you don't have to worry about anti aliasing so much do you think there's like any display end feature that could mimic those qualities of a CRT, the 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 non-fixed pixel qualities of a CRT on a fixed pixel display. Can that really be Well the thing is though is like technically CRTs there. still have like kind of a fixed resolution in a way because of like, you know, like the grill or, you know, the the, the Trinitron setup. But true, due true. To the way the beam scans, you don't end up with that same uh kind of look. So you can enjoy uh, <clears throat> so the prop wait so w <coughs> i know somebody said earlier on say it said my life in coughing and yes <laughs> it's it's been you're doing much better now yeah much better now like the other night i was coughing when we were out too how Just... much of your of your voiceover and on stuff was recorded after you got your cold Oh, I mean, I'm congested in the entire thing. 
but oh okay i thought you'd record <laughs> but there's like no that. i mean it's it got it it was recorded before it got like really that bad but mm-hmm. i mean it's i'm, I'm congested I, I, in the entire video i i could but, tell from what i watched you sounded a little congested it's yeah been a while. A little, i i mean it's not it's not obnoxiously i'm not like talking like this but it's i mean it's clear that you get it's not it's my clear that voice. you're not a hundred percent yes I mean, I rushed because I started to feel like I could get sick. Like, <laughs> so I, I really uh, did did my on camera stuff. I did it Christmas Eve, mm. <laughs> believe it or not. Like after the kids went to bed, <laughs> and then I did. Then I was actually like, I kind of got sick that night where I had like a fever and stuff. And then I, I mean, John got sick like the yeah, same time. I had so the same thing. So. Uh, I mean, it could have been... This is the first time I was sick all year, honestly, and it was probably, well, at least with a virus. Yeah. Uh, and <coughs> I think it's riding on the plane and also... I mean, I could have caught it from you or... Yeah. Uh, could have been anything. Yeah. I mean, it could have been a variety of things, but it's... I mean, you all met up a couple of times before, so it could have come from the same... Yeah. I could have gotten it from watching Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. right. That is the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I got after the after the, the stream. I want to show you this video that I just thought it was the funniest thing. Oh gosh, I, <laughs> I was I, I, dying I, when I was watching it though. I probably watched that like four or five times I know. after you leaked me. <laughs> I know. I I watched it several times. <laughs> um, it's just like this, this classic clip of like two guys like speaking spanish like on a talk show and they're like yeah. one of them's like laughing oh, constantly. One, yeah. and it is like the like just like the wording <laughs> the way that he says stuff like the, the way what the subtitles say is really i mean the way that guy laughs though like i feel like it's hard to not laugh at like anything yes. he's talking about you know exactly. i i i i i ended up <clears throat> Also finding the I, I think I'd seen this one before. I, I ended up finding after watching that I found the one where he was talking about like the MacBook with like no USB ports on it. <laughs> and he was like he was like one of like the engineers on the team. He's like he was like he's like, Come on, we got Tim Cook's coming tomorrow. We gotta we gotta do this. <laughs> he's like He's like laughing saying And that. he's like he's like and the guy like forgot to put US ports on it. And then they die laughing. And he's like, and then Tim Cook comes in. He's like, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, if Steve, if Steve Jobs was here, we would all been. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I mean, it's, I I never really. I don't think I've ever seen the clip like used on anything else before you've never seen that before no really i don't think so oh that thing's everywhere. I, I, i've definitely seen it a couple of times before. it's like <laughs> you can make that guy say anything yeah yeah oh you, you need you need to watch that clip after the stream it's, yeah it's pretty it's pretty good <laughs> uh what but i also love how they're looking forward to playing <laughs> from ryan <coughs> rarden sorry Mm-hmm. Well, upcoming games? Yeah. Um, oh. Man, I don't even have a sense of what's upcoming. Like, I feel like this generation is like really it's over, and I haven't played barely anything. Yeah. Um. I mean, 
Uh, I mean, I assume we're talking about upcoming games. Yeah, upcoming games. Um, I mean, Last of Us Part Two. Like, I'm not like overly hyped about it or anything, but like, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I think Ghost of uh, Tsushima looks good. Um, <coughs> obviously, Metro Prime Four, but we haven't even seen it. Um, gosh, I'm. I actually think the new Animal Crossing looks really good. I'm excited about that. Outside of that, like, I'm kind of drawing a blank on what is even yeah. coming up for Switch right now. I see that uh, we got another donation from Scott Davis. Scott's going crazy tonight. <laughs> Says you guys stoked for the upcoming remasters of Vanquish and Bayonetta. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm very happy that... I mean, I assume they're just going to be ports of the PC versions. Yeah, which are excellent. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I'm probably going to buy it on the Xbox One. Uh, but I'm, yeah, that that seems like the right system for those games. I'm back here somehow. It, it, it's a physical version with both games in one package, right? Yep. I'm yeah, very definitely, excited. Definitely I'm, seems like like uh, something to get onto Xbox for sure. Although I saw something I, I, saying that like I wonder what the if the PS4 version is going to be bad because the you know, oh. <laughs> Sony's like never gotten a good version of it of Bayonetta. <laughs> This is, well, the, there was only the one, the one game. That was actually where I, that was how I first. Really? PS PS three. Oh yeah. no, really? It was it was many years after its release too. Yeah, I, I didn't have a three sixty. Um, I mean, I still enjoyed it. I mean, I I, I recognized it was not well optimized, but it wasn't unplayable. Um, you know, I I still enjoyed the game overall. I feel like though, even if I. <clears throat> Like, I, I would mostly get that, I feel like I would mostly be getting that package for the 4K version of Vanquish. Yeah. Um, because, like, I I feel like if I do replay the first Bayonetta, I, I kind of would do it on Wii U. Because, like, I, I definitely associate Bayonetta with, like, Nintendo now. Hmm. Like, obviously, the new games are, I don't think the new games are ever going to be on anything that's not Nintendo. That's true. Yeah. But then again, like, there's the whole thing with, like, Death Stranding. Like, I was... On the PC? Yeah, that's weird, right? Like, they announced that out on for And, like, Sony definitely... Sony published the PS4 version, correct? Yeah. That's so, very, yeah, it's, like, that's, uh, that's a weird situation. I mean, you know, there was the whole... I remember, like, the phase where there was, like, a new picture every day of, like, Kojima and Mark Cerny, like traveling the globe you know like <laughs> like sony was very involved with getting that game Absolutely. off the ground so it's just kind of surprising to me uh there was two dollars from dustin kramer asking least favorite current trends in gaming uh probably um, more to do with like just the community people like the way people can be yeah like i'm actually stressed about the new consoles because i know people are just gonna like get really nasty about it we yeah. always do so yeah. i may actually the, have to like you know the, the, stop they're social young media during that because of how nasty it gets so who, like, haven't, that, who haven't learned that like being about that stuff is not like worth it <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it's, it's people don't love to love anything anymore they just love to hate and it's yeah. like it's everywhere and it's really sucks i think that uh, i don't know if he's still in the chat but uh but smoke monster tweeted today about how he's been releasing these mr videos like every day for he's, I think he was doing twenty one of them in a row. That's hardcore. Yes, I mean, and they've been really good. And it's it. He's been same time every day, 
like releasing them. It's kind of crazy. Wow. And uh, he's just talking about how he's getting a lot of comments from people that are just like, why not just use a Raspberry Pi? A Raspberry Pi is better in one way or another. And, I, and that, that got me to thinking that like before I started, before the channel started and I was like not even really paying attention to like what people thought about uh, yeah. games. I like, I thought that the idea of um, like console wars were like, was like over with. Yeah, I really thought so too. I, it, it could be fun actually, but it's very serious these days. People get very upset. It's really kind of turning to a lot of this stuff. It, it, it's even dumber now, I oh, feel like, yeah, than it was like back same... in the day when there were like much more tangible differences between the platforms, you know? Oh, and yeah, it's basically the same hardware now. Like, it's just, it's off-the-shelf stuff from AMD that's been slightly modified. Like, it's, it's it. It's fun to see how it turns out, but like, it's not no worth to get invested in that emotionally. And it seems yeah. like it's like not even worth. It's not even about playing like the games themselves anymore. It's yeah. just about the technology behind it. And it's just this. It's it's I don't know. It's <clears throat> it's really kind of gotten to me lately. So that's kind of, <clears throat> that's the big thing that's really got me down. Yeah, I mean, it's, no, I mean, obviously, kind of... there's there's stuff like you know the whole. You know, focus on, you know, Battle Royale and multiplayer stuff that just doesn't doesn't interest me. But, you know, I at the end of the day, like I've cool. It's like it doesn't bother me because of that in that sense. Like, right, right, right. I mean, what I I think it's I think it's fine because like I, I, I made peace like a number of years ago with the idea that like, you know, if gaming like went in a direction that just like did not interest me anymore, like I would never run out of things to Yeah, I thought the same thing. Play yeah. like with what we already have. Yeah. Like not not and not just to play, but like to, you know, continue to make videos on and stream. Like Yeah, like, I mean we're we could we could make do earlier. with what we have for the rest of our lives. If yes. at any point it was just like, you know what? Modern gaming is. Yep. Yeah. I mean, John and I were talking about how we barely even think about new things coming out until they're already out because it's not like we have any shortage of other things to play in the meantime. Yeah, there's yeah. plenty. Yeah. More so than we have time for anyways. Oh, I don't know why I didn't think with that previous question about, you know, what are we looking forward to? Like, Final Fantasy Seven definitely <coughs> for me is... Well, oh yeah, the remake is the thing that I'm most looking forward to. I know, I know, Corey's like not going to be the whole thing just yet. Yeah, but like, well, I, I mean, I think it looks amazing. I like, I, I go, I like the tone and look and feel and everything of it is. It looks really cool. Like, I mean, it does, but I mean, the, I just feel like it's going to be like it's going to be over it's like oh well the whole game was like like in this gloomy city i just spent all this time in there i like i like some some blue skies in my games yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna get that in this i i i agree but i'm i'm pretty excited it's... or i mean it's like it could be completely awesome but like what if it's such a drag like what if it's just it, it looks like it's gonna be pretty fun to play 
Yeah. I, well, I got more excited once I heard that they are adding... It's being expanded a lot. No, I, but I heard that they are adding a mode that allows, lets you do turn-based battles. Oh, yeah, sure. Like, that makes makes me a little bit more interesting in it. Or I think the, I think the new... I think the revised battle system looks really good, though. Yeah, it is. It's really cool. Uh, like, I, I, I was nervous because, like, people kept seeming to think that it was going to be, like... Uh, Final Fantasy 15 before like they oh, no. actually showed how the battle system worked and I don't like Final Fantasy 15's battle system at all. Yeah. I got into like, it just, but it had their shoes. It wasn't like I rarely had difficulty playing Final Fantasy 15. Like it wasn't like I you know was losing battles or anything. I just didn't think it was very fun to play, you know. Yeah. And that's, that's, yeah, it's fun. You can say that and it's fun to discuss. Uh, yet some people would get really angry at you for saying <clears throat> that. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's stupid. Exactly. I mean, I, I do, I do consider, you know, Final Fantasy 15, like my personal least favorite Final Fantasy, which, wow. you know, I mean, yeah. yeah I, mean, I actually kind of liked it, but it's flawed. I mean, don't get me wrong. I didn't, I didn't like hate it or anything, but. Like it just, it was just kind of disappointing. Um, For sure, it was a tough project, though. I gather. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I, absolutely. And I do think they made the right to, like, bring that project back and brand right. it Final Fantasy Fifteen. I think that was the right choice. But it's just, I feel that that battle yeah. system. There's just nothing, nothing about that battle system interests me. There was uh, some discussion the other. A couple of weeks ago, on the like the tenth anniversary of Final Fantasy thirteen, about how it's like not as bad as people thought it was because at the time it made it seem limiting. Of like the uh, you know it seems like you were always running down a hallway, mm-hmm. but at least they like, had a story structure that worked well, which is th- something that didn't work well in fifteen at all, in my opinion. Right, right. Like I, I mean, <laughs> I, mean I think the first. I, sometimes topic. I want a bit more linearity. Yeah, and I, yeah, I think yeah. Final Fantasy Thirteen had a very well paced. It, it was a well paced game, and I feel like the way that the battle system evolved over the course of the game was very engaging. Mm-hmm. And I liked how they sort of forced you into these like unexpected two character pair ups for like the first half of the game. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah. Where 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 it was kind of like oh like I didn't expect to be using like these two characters together right like you know you were forced to use characters together that you might have otherwise not used together and it it really made it to to me uh, the the battle system like was always fresh and interesting for that first half of the game like oh how can these two characters work together and then like you know around halfway uh, or maybe a little past halfway they, extra lives and they, stuff. they oh, open yeah. it up and you can uh use you know everyone whoever you want three-person party uh i thought i thought it was really interesting really the only <clears throat> like i mean the story in final fantasy 13 was like it wasn't my favorite in the series or nothing but like <laughs> the only major issue with the game if anything was that i i thought most of the dungeons were like i don't know maybe 10 to 15 minutes longer than they should have been mm-hmm. but um, i mean i thought that 13 had a great soundtrack oh I mean, yeah it, it, it's a great looking game 
I mean, I yeah. we, we, try you and I both platinum debt. The first yeah, one, yeah. I platinumed thirteen mm-hmm. two also. No, I, I didn't really care well. for thirteen three. I lightning I loved lightning huh? returns. Like it's it funny was. You say that, but it's basically what it was. Wasn't yeah. It? <laughs> I I I always I, I, I have not platinum like. Um, lightning returns is a tri ace game, isn't it? Yeah. Which I mean, you can always count on tri ace to make something interesting. And difficult to play. Weird stuff, but I always like their games. Oh, I I love Lightning. It, like, from a gameplay perspective, just the the systems in that game and the way they work. Like, the whole time I was playing that game, I kept thinking, like, why the heck did they make this game? Because I don't know of anyone who actually wants a game to play this way except me. (laughs) (laughs) Like... like I can understand why people didn't like it. There's a lot of things about that game that it's, it's just not what people normally do. But it, I I loved it. Like it just I would really like to replay it. Like especially with like the 4K version you can play on Xbox One now. Oh yeah, that's really great. <laughs> I, I loved that game. Like from a gameplay perspective, I think each successive game got a little better even though they got more open which like you know i I, it's like are kind of a little weary of you know world games stuff but like lightning returns was like exactly the kind of open world game that that i enjoy playing uh Hmm. like it wasn't overly directed it was not it was very much not a point a to point b kind of thing uh it was it was just it was really good I think I missed a donation. Let me scroll up here. Uh, they're from uh, Not Ordinary in Games. $5. Thank, Thank you. Saying, Amen. So many great games already exist. Enough for decades. Basically, yeah. Absolutely. It's true. You, ju- you just have to have an open mind about you know, uh, some some mechanics that, that, you know, some people would call, you know, unnatural or something. <laughs> <laughs> So I might call it, say, call it the unnatural. <laughs> <clears throat> um, I see. I saw some talk about Final Fantasy twelve <clears throat> on the Switch. I don't know how the Switch version is supposed to be, but it was a uh, it was a deal of the day on Best Buy one day for for. Uh, for twenty dollars, and then I still I still have my Gamers Club unlocked, and oh. I had a, a gift certificate, like a five dollar gift gift certificate. So I was like, I'll, I'll do that for ten bucks. Oh yeah, you know, I mean if I'm sure if, it's, you, can it's, ever, I mean, it's, if you can ever get it with your Gamers Club for for that price, uh, for you know under twenty dollars again, I, I'm sure I'd it's going to be interested. Like normally that price soon. I mean, it's been twenty five dollars pretty consistently since. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I I I, I want to get the Xbox just because like I don't think that version's four K, but it's it's the only version that supports uh, sixty frames. Oh yeah, really? That's right. I just felt like I love I, lo- I love Final Fantasy. And like I I just had such a great time. Like that was the first game I played on my OLED. Was it really? Yeah. Well, wow. I mean, the, the first game that I like. Played. <clears throat> like it came out the day before my old. So I started the game on my old TV, and then I feel like, I like it was just that hub it was such city, and I need to, It was I, such great gaming comfort. Go food. back to the start of the stage. 
you can walk back out. Um, so how do I, I think if I look at my keys here, it looks like I was missing one. In this first stage? Yeah, so I can't go to level two, so I've been on level three. Oh, you have to go find it. Go back. How do I get back to level one? Just walk back across that bridge. Okay. The only thing I don't like about Final Fantasy XII is, is that the story feels unfinished. It was, it was the first Final Fantasy game where it didn't feel like you got to explore the entire world. Yeah, there were there were entire <clears throat> continents and countries that you yeah, that are knew existed. They were part of the story. You met characters from those countries. Yeah, but you didn't get to go there, and it, that was the first time that ever happened. Like right. even Final Fantasy X with no world map, and even though Ten Two like introduced a few new areas, there was never this sense that like you you left anything major in that world unexplored. Right. Like it, it definitely wasn't quite the same as you know Final Fantasy Nine, and of course Final Fantasy Eleven was still developing. Like it, it's you knew like more of the world was out there, but. Um, you know, it, for, I, is, I, I don't know if there's anything oh, in the, the his car and I got to fight him. That is like not yeah. you fight two accessible at this point, but I don't think I'm going to do it. That aside, it was, it was the first, <coughs> it was the first time that it's like, yes. like it was just, it was, just, it, it was a shock to me that the game was ending when it was ending. Cause I was like, Oh, we never went to, uh, Oh, what's that country called? It's the one that the, the Alcid right Margrace is from. In the middle, yeah, that's it. It's right there the yeah. whole time. Right at the start. Right at the start. So yeah, that that was that was disappointing the first time. Like it just felt. But going in, going back to it and knowing that. Going back and knowing that, like, it, I, I am at I am at peace with where the Final Fantasy twelve story ends up now. Yeah, but well, at the time I was just like, oh, like I never got to go to this other country. It was just a big disappointment. I think this is the way back there. <coughs> I saw some people commenting on the uh, the smoke alarm. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this, all this this whole setup's coming apart. I really wanted to get these like uh, Velcro ties with labels on them, so I could label all of my cables mm. and what they what they're connected to. Oh yeah, you know, I I I've got. I, I know I'm so tiny on the camera, so you won't see. I've got. You know, <laughs> I, I've been redoing my my stuff. I've got right here a big pile of of. Uh, Ziploc ties that I've like taken off of stuff and they've got dog hair all over them, of course. Um, is there any way to do a map overlay? Yeah, I've like got another pile of them upstairs, and I to be honest, like, I, I, I in like some a, ways I'm kind of sick of them because the then they just like make oh, yeah, if you don't it all the, the more complicated when I do know, need no. to like go back and uh, you know, change something about a wire or something, you know, mm -hmm. it's kind of a pain, but you know. <laughs> I, I still have, like, I, I'm going to do a down here 
but I've got I've got things pretty decently set up right now. Well, I have, I have some ideas. The, the my main goal is to make it so that no wires are visible at all. Period. <laughs> it's gonna take a ton of work, but you can do it. I I think I can do awesome. it, and then you know I'll never. Ideally, I'll never have to do anything with it ever again. Well, that's I mean, <laughs> that's the famous last words I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's well, that's my goal. But the, the the thing is like it's it's good to have like uh you know a, a place where you can hot swap something that you just Right. Like, yeah, 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 I was just going to say really that have a hot swap your setup. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the Turok underwater music's great. And that wasn't even in the original PC release. I didn't realize they had... I'll, be, I'll be back in a minute. All right. All right. Let's try this. She needs the awesome to rock again. underwater music. I didn't realize that that was a thing. Well, you're <clears> in the spiral level. Yeah, I'm just trying to get out because this is, I think this is how I get back to where I'm supposed to go. All the way around, I think. <clears throat> but I mean, just like the act of moving is more stressful. I think it's yeah, it most really stressful on, on my wife because it is hard. It is. I can't even imagine moving to another country though, like you did. Yeah, that, that sounds... It's pretty stressful. Yeah. But interesting. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, what was your first job? That's what L. Brown, 21, um, 494 is asking. Weirdly enough, it was like working, uh, helping out in an engineering department. Oh. But like, when I was like 16. So do you like, so you know, you knew like an, an abnormal amount, you think? for like, well, Maybe. Uh, I mean, I did some AutoCAD stuff and helped with shut down and uh, it was like part time, but it was like kind of a learning job thing. Right. It was good. My first job, uh, my first job was, uh, I was a cook at Pizza Hut. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I worked there for a year and a half before I got a job at Electronics Boutique. But in that year and a half, I think I gained like forty five pounds or fifty pounds or something. <laughs> Working at Pizza Hut. Yeah, I mean the every Wednesday they'd have the buffet. Oh, All no. you can eat, and you know you just that's a dangerous it's like like dessert pizzas and stuff. <laughs> yeah, they had like the frosting on them. It's like that, like the <clears throat> like the grape. Or like the different kind of jelly stuff on there. Um, I haven't had pizza in a long time, honestly. At this point, I've I've gone through phases with it. I, it's been a <laughs> few years for me, for sure. I actually just today tried for the very first time, just because I was like, you know, I've never tried this. I I want to try it. Just just to have the experience of having one more like chain pizza place like 
off my bucket list or something. Yeah. <laughs> but I, uh, Papa John's. because I, I was working on, uh, the video today, I, uh, I, I ordered a, a delivery for Hungry Howie's. Have you ever had Hungry no, Howie's? No, what, what is Hungry Howie's? Never even heard of it. It's, uh, I mean, I, I think it's been around a while. They're, they're, the, they're, what they it's claim awesome. is their claim it's to fame annoying. flavored crusts. Like you can order like a bunch of different types of flavored crusts. Like one of the ones I tried was like a Cajun crust. Oh, geez. Uh, but you can also get like you know more like basic stuff like you know garlic or you know Italian seasonings or whatever you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it was. I mean, it was. It was fine. Uh, I mean, it was. It was pretty cheap. Like I, I the reason it was on my mind was the, the ad papers that came in the mail, and I was like, oh, that's uh, pretty cheap. You know, it was like you know they had some deals for like you know one topping pizza. Well, like, yeah, I'll try that. But like the thing that was kind of amazing was I mean, I'm, I mean, maybe amazing in some ways was I, I also breadsticks and it, and it came with like dipping sauce, like, um, you know, it, it just said on the on the container it said pizza sauce, you know, <laughs> or dipping, demo discs, said, though, from Pizza Hut. Remember said, those? Uh, you can get PlayStation One demo discs there. Really? <laughs> but um, definitely but anyway, those. like the <coughs> yes, the, the pizza down. sauce <laughs> that came to dip the breadsticks in smelled so like I mean it tasted bad and it smelled bad like it was just it was gross. Which like I have no idea if it was the same sauce that was on. The actual pizza, but like it was also pretty cool. thin nice. on the pizza, which which is actually how I usually prefer it. Like, of of the primary pizza <laughs> ingredients, the sauce is definitely my least favorite. Really? Yeah, I, I would prefer the sauce to be thinner than thicker. I mean, I, I agree that it needs to be there. We we have now entered our obligatory food talk for the, the stream yeah. <laughs> it, remember it gets past 11 o'clock is when the food talk starts yeah i, I would definitely prefer more crust and bread than, than sauce uh or, or more i meant more 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 cheese more more cheese and, and more more bread slash crust than yeah. sauce like sauce you know I, I i never like ask them to go wide on the sauce because i want them you know i want to be like how how they would do it but um but uh yeah it was uh the i i have no idea if it was pizza i mean the pizza tasted fine man that i was i was shocked how bad that because you know the the, the marinara sauce that or whatever you would call it, that, that you normally get to dip breadsticks in. Just mm-hmm. fine. Like, I'm not a huge fan of it, but this was just like, it was just like, I, I like, got up from eating and, like, poured it down yeah, the sink like and it. then rinsed out the container because, like, I didn't, I didn't want it sitting next to me. Like, I could smell it. It tasted <laughs> that bad. Wow, really? It was bad. It was bad. It was bad sauce. It was really strange. Like, I was just, like, caught off guard by how bad this was. But the pizza was fine. The breadsticks were fine. But that sauce yeah. was bad. 
Um, I heard I heard a donation, but really quick, I want to I want to address. Uh, I see a hardcore saying with Corey's move, will a stream next year with John be possible? And absolutely, it will. Um, I'm staying in the same town. I'm just moving to, I'm moving two miles away, from where I live now. To a bigger, better house. Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same size, the same square foot, but it's like, it it's it's more spread out. It's not vertical like this one is. Yeah. And I'll be in the basement instead of in the in the attic. And it has uh, oh. essential air for air conditioning, so it's not going to get, uh, it's not going to be sweltering hot all uh, all summer long. And it has uh, good heating, so it's not going to be ice cold all all winter. <laughs> it is cold in your house in the winter. Yes, I mean, <laughs> especially with me, since I have been really struggling with the uh, with with Raynaud's. Uh, disease or syndrome or whatever it is, uh, which makes it so that the blood flow to my hands and feet is is greatly affected by the 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 cold. So they go like numb. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, yeah. The the donation was Ben Brody uh, asking a very 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 question: mm -hmm. Olive Garden breadsticks versus Red Lobster biscuits. Oh. Whoa. I'd say breadsticks. Yeah, probably. There's biscuits though. Yeah. Yeah, there's biscuits. I want to know our our red our our uh, the breadsticks from from uh from Olive Garden are they the same as I always feel like they're you ever have uh, breadsticks from Fazoli's? No. I don't I've know if Fazoli's. Had, I, I've never had. Yeah, I mean Fazoli's. I don't even know if it's even around anymore. But the brothers are around, exactly but... the same, I think. Really? Yeah, I mean, I've, I mean, Fazoli's is like fast food Italian, right? Yes, it's, I, it's certainly not bad. I, mean, I, I have a hard time imagining that you would get something either, but that you would get something from from fast food that would be as large as an Olive Garden breadstick. No, I mean they do. They walk around and give them. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're owned by the same company. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I I, I know yeah. it's it's not a not a fashionable thing to say, but I, I freaking like Olive Garden. <laughs> <laughs> that's God, that's it's good. I like I like Red Lobster too. Like you know, <clears throat> my my taste in Italian food is not very. Uh, I love that. Yeah, no, animation. What's your key situation like right now? I'm in area two now. But I just you, got... Look at your keys. What do you got? Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I thought I had more too. <laughs> there was the Switch version and that version helps a lot playing in terms of figuring out where the keys are because uh, you can see more of the level because yeah. of the fog being pulled back. <laughs> on the PC version, you can use a sort of a command to completely disable the fog. But they didn't do that because it looks terrible. Yeah. Interesting. So they just but make... it's a hack you can enable, and there's no fog. But you can see, like, basically where the borders of things don't connect, and it just it looks really ugly. But probably easier to play. To a degree. There's, a, there's sort of a sweet spot to find. The fog is part of the uh, visual presentation, I think. Just p pushed out a little bit helps, like you have there. Yeah. 
Because you have better spatial awareness. I don't know if you mentioned you mentioned this before the stream, but you didn't. I don't know if you mentioned it during the stream because I saw some people talking about the Doom sixty four port, and you said that the same people doing that port did this. Yes, exactly. Oh, I, I'm not sure well, if that was like. A, I, I am. Thing. I am all here for the HD N sixty four port. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's going to be good. Uh, like a project that. like that. I'm, I'm here for the HD N sixty four port. I thought that's what he said. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> not that I would expect them to be able to get their hands on Super Mario sixty four, but like something like this in context that I would possibly trust a Mario sixty four. <coughs> like you know something that's trying to stay pretty darn fake. Uh, Bartman three thousand ten is saying rare replay for Switch when that would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense, actually. Like it's it's not outside the realm of possibility. I wonder what other Microsoft games we'll see on the Switch. I know it's it's, it's a curious thing, just the fact that that's even happening. You know? Yeah. Like Microsoft's big sort of card that they seem to be playing is like, you know, like oh, we just want as many people playing games possible. Like yeah. they're. Of all the companies, they're very much downplaying, like, the competitive aspect. Yeah. Yeah, they are. That's true. You would think that would that would carry over to, you know, the, the, the fan bases in gaming, but apparently not. Yeah. Yeah, Rare Replay was really good, though. Yeah. And if they did a Nintendo version, perhaps they could include the... Uh... Nintendo related games that right. weren't allowed in that in the oh, first place. Yeah, yeah. I mean they probably the likelihood of them actually like making a port of the Xbox three sixty games is pretty slim. Oh. Yeah, they might have to So remember. maybe they could then include like Donkey Kong Country and <clears throat> stuff like stuff like that. Exactly. Um, Star Fox Adventures. <clears throat> oh, Barbie! You know, I, I, I still have never tried. Watch, uh, I didn't even get that. that that's a Jet, cool Jet thing. Force Gemini the changes they made. Cool. I need to do that. Oh, so you bought it, or you you probably played like a you had like a review or whatever. Like yeah, a, I played some of it. Uh, it's neat. It is neat. It's rare to see them go back and make adjustments to games in that way, mm -hmm. like adjusting how the camera system works. It's like they have like three options in the menu, including the. Wait, what are we talking about? The 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 uh, the Aladdin in the Aladdin Lion King bundle. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually went and made uh, changes to the game itself. Really? Yeah. So they fixed some layout issues. They changed the camera system and a bunch of other minor tweaks and changes to make it uh, a more pleasant game to play. Oh, so like the camera doesn't like challenge or something. It doesn't snap in that weird way that it did originally. Yeah. So it's a little I mean, bit more pleasant. I, I get what they were doing with the way the camera moves in that, and like they had the yeah, but the yeah. execution wasn't quite there because it, it always is really like so many 2D games got made where you know you you're pushing your characters like near the edge of the screen before it starts scrolling. Like, yeah, I just don't I know why that. that happened as often as it did. 
Um, <clears throat> Joe Vicentic is asking if we like Giant Bomb's content. I haven't like watched it in a long time. I loved it for a while, but I kind of, uh, I guess I got away from it in the sense that I got so much more into just retro games. Right. And so it just I stopped listening to. I don't really follow <clears throat> other modern coverage; at just my own, really. Right. Yeah. I, I you know, one one of our good friends, Drumble of the background, <coughs> like a huge giant bomb. Like I, I think that's like how he consumes a whole lot of his, Those his guys game do good work stuff though. and yeah, you know, watches their their quick looks and. and Barman's stuff like right that. though about that, <laughs> the the pitfall thing. What? I did like a post about the pitfall version differences like years and years ago. On their on their in their forums. Yeah, or like on the blog thing that they have. Uh, you could see what I wa- what I would wanted to do. <laughs> With like the DF Retro stuff, all the way back then. And I did, I did at least get to make that episode, so I'm happy about <laughs> that. Cause I love Pitfall. <laughs> oh, apparently my mic is cutting out. Yeah, every once in a while it does. And it's only happened since you built that new computer. What do you mean? It happened a little bit last week too. Well, maybe it's internet problems. Yeah. I say yay to Daikatana, <laughs> but not, not the stock version. Look at this dude. <laughs> He's like, it's your boy. Laying here dead. Dang, I really enjoyed that interview I did earlier this year with uh, Is there a duck? Bill. Oh, no. I fell there. <laughs> This game is truly cruel at times. <clears throat> you really got to be in in the mode. Yeah. Um. So for everybody wondering, we we are hopefully. I mean, I think that there shouldn't be any problem like having our year end video. I know Trez got a bit to do, and I got a I'm, bit to I'm, do. I'm ner- I'm nervous, but I think tomorrow is going to be a t- tough day. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. I was up till 5 a.m. working on my stuff because I I have to have it finished because I got to start tearing stuff down to move starting starting tomorrow. Uh, so that's, that's my main priority is to after yeah, the stream yeah, yeah. I'm going to be wrapping like I'm going to just go back to that and be editing. I just have my last segment to do. How long are you going to have internet at your existing house? I uh, it turns off the same day as as uh, my internet starts at the other place. So it switches over on the 31st. So I can bring the NAS over there and hook it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. Once we get, like, the router placed and everything. I mean, they're going to help me do all that stuff. Okay. Well, I mean, as long as, like, I mean, all all my synced stuff on there should be fine, but you just need to make sure I have a <coughs> Somebody wants happens. to know if we're going to play I some mean, Rage ideally, Wars. I'll, I'll be... What's Rage Wars? It's Turok Rage Wars, the multiplayer only game. And is it on N64? Yeah, yeah. We can play for a minute. You can like wrap it up if you want to. We should we should wrap up and play some Rage Wars. Yeah, who wants? To, uh, I'll, I'll play some Rage Wars. Ben <laughs> Brody's asking when we're starting right, to play Mario Rage Wars. Uh, that, that might be a bit of a. It um, is occurring. A bit outside the theme of this. It is time. I'm gonna use this controller. Aha! People can see what you're <coughs> playing, and it's all good stuff. <laughs> 
There it is. The yeah. beep. After is, your, is, your, is your smoke detector battery almost dead or something? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> I do like the 10-foot cord on this thing, though. Let me see if I can put something interesting on the other monitor. Yeah. Or I could probably just do this. There you go. Oh, let me just turn this. Um, yeah, the fire department's on the way. <laughs> yes, indeed, they are. Oh, I know. A donation. Why, why that, was, that was Ben Brody. Uh -huh. The cops are coming. <laughs> I think I've played Turok Rage Wars before. Let me just sit the camera here. Real close to find out. I don't know if there's like a good S video mod for oh. not. the uh We might we might do some streaming next year. Uh, yeah, people will be excited about that. Best I can do is like feel like that about it. That's fine. <coughs> we got rage rage wars up in here. <laughs> yeah, kill me. I gotta be Turok, obviously. <laughs> uh, I don't know. That's like I feel like that's like picking Mario in a in a Mario. Movie. You're like really against that. Yeah, like like you, if you got a chance to play is not Mario in a Mario game, you. Should, I mean, nothing against Mario, but it's like come on. Well, I think so. The question about the PS2 games that support for 480p is that. PS2 games always use very strange resolutions, so even if they're in progressive scan, it's not like it's uh, necessarily going to be 640 by 480 or whatever, like it is on Xbox. So, sorry. I I mean the reason you're not seeing a difference. Well, I mean, part <laughs> of it is that on HDTV it's deinterlacing, but I guess it's doing that with other systems as well. Okay. Good, good. Um, how do I choose my I mean, I, th oh, I think the Z? difference is noticeable. No. I really like how 480p looks in uh, Roddy Like, that game supports 480p widescreen like, and runs at 60 frames per I, second. I, I'm trying to. It's not letting me click anything. Just, you just, no, no, no. You press left and right, and then you go all the way down to OK. Oh, OK. Sorry. I didn't realize. There we go. I mean, the S-Video mod that Corey bought one, like, about RGB, and it never really worked right. And he later gave that system to me, and it's just, like, oh, got yeah. all kinds of hot it's glue like and stuff dark. in it. So I, I don't really know if anyone has, like, developed, like, a Wait, good there's a, there's a option. install or, like, an optimized board for S-Video on the Genesis. Um, I just don't really know if it's any good. 
Oh yeah. Okay, we're gonna make the move. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that'd be easier to see. So I'm having to both look at the PVM. It's the brightness. Okay. Five. Wait, five. Five pretty PS2 games. I come to mind. I think just looking. Let's see here. I would say Metal Gear Solid Two looks great. Klonoa Two looks great. Eco, Silent Hill Three, uh, God of War. You could say Gran Turismo Three, Ridge Racer Five. Of course, is gorgeous. Zone of the Enders Two, Valkyrie Profile Two is great. Zone of the Enders Two is a really good looking game. You could go on and on. There's a lot. Yeah, I, I I've really gotten into two look like in the past. Like is this deathmatch? Yep. All right. Uh... It's like controls are opposite. Of what I normally be doing. This game had was not. I don't think. I, I actually don't know <laughs> how the dev team in this compares to the previous Turok games. Oh. Wow, this is hard to play. <clears throat> the aiming's not very right. pleasant. Uh, I see somebody, uh, Leak Boy, two K one is saying Gradius Five. Gradius Five is a really good looking game. Yeah, Gradius Five is gorgeous. Yeah. There's, there, there, every once in a while, I'll get a comment from someone being so happy that I showed Radiata stories. And oh, Radiata stories. Yeah, that's great too. I I I I I show it all the time because it's like, it's, it, it has like the cleanest visual style of any game on PS2 because you know it, it's, <coughs> it's sort of like flat textures kind of stylized and it you know has 480p widescreen 60 frames per second it's just such a clean looking game uh -oh. and it's like if you're trying to make a comparison it's just it's well, so yeah, I mean, clear it's to like use to demonstrate something you can't really outmaneuver anybody in this. It's like no, you cannot. If you get the drop on somebody, whoever starts shooting first is gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, I can go sideways, back and forth. <laughs> the <ultimate laughs> deathmatch game. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I've played this before. This is this I've is not a phenomenal it. game or anything. Turok one, great. Turok two, pretty good. What what happened to a claim? Uh... Like they I, released too I, many I, bad games, and they just they went out of business. I mean, they they I remember when it happened, like they auctioned off all their stuff. Really? Yeah. I just never really had a sense I mean, of when they were gone. Like, um, I want to say like maybe like two thousand six or seven, maybe. Yeah, something like that. <coughs> oh yeah, Soul was... Calibur two and three, the Tekken games. Man, there's a ton of great looking games on PS two. And a lot of it, you know, oh wow. There was just, that was like a time when like Japan j developers were like firing on all cylinders and just. Yes. Like... You know, I feel like Japan is kind of back oh, for the past several years. Without a doubt. Because oh, like, yeah. I feel like. I was just talking to. Were we talking about that recently? How yeah, they've yeah, like yeah. really been. Like Japan, I feel like was not prepared for the first HD generation. 
No, they like, weren't. They, they certainly did a lot of great games, but they were not prepared. Oh my gosh! And with the N sixty four stick, this is yeah. No, it's it's not the N sixty. It's this game. Yeah. The way it plays is terrible. Like uh, the aiming is. Ugh, Turok one much better. But like increasing, like last gen, I, I really got much more Western developers than I really ever had been. And like in the past several years, now I'm kind of starting to feel like Western developers are starting to become uninteresting again. And most of what I'm getting excited about is Japanese again. Yeah, I mean, I feel the same way. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, not that there isn't for some Western stuff. <laughs> the glob of blood. Forward to playing, but. Glob. Blood. So yeah. Um. I I do I also like how the Silent Hill games look. I like how I I I really like how horror games look on people. It's like that system just has like the right texture for horror to me. Yeah. Like well, it just it, it's just obscured enough. Like it's resolution like something about something about like even compared to like game or xbox something about ps2 just feel has like a nice grit yeah for yeah yeah, like yeah i just i i love it i love it um i i try i was saying to you last night because i talk about resident evil 7 a little bit in uh in the video just like the first hour of that game is horrifying. Even if you know what's going to happen, <laughs> it's it's still pretty scary. Like the tension is is good. And it's and even though it becomes very like shooty at the end, mm -hmm. which is expected. I mean, yeah, they'll always become. I mean, it wouldn't be Resident Evil in any shoot bang. Yeah, and it's it's always nice when you're get like some like machine gun or something to use on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And enemies, but the first hour is like the tension is is crazy. Yeah, I don't it talk about it very game. much because there's not a lot left to really talk about in terms of Resident Evil. I just talked about how uh, the, it is just like so like has such a dirty feel to it. Makes me think mm -hmm. of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I I feel is like the scariest movie I've ever seen. Wow. I, I, I can't wait for you Rock to play I know. Resident Evil 2 Remake. I know, I gotta play that. So good. <clears throat> so good. Oh. How does 480i look with through this? Oh, it looks pretty good. Oh. I mean, we're gonna get... Oh, uh, I mean, look at that, we though. Get bad it looks good on the CRT with... I got 30 frames, though, it's like... They get bad combing artifacts, but it's much, <laughs> it's much clearer, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, that's... Makes a big difference, honestly. Oh, you're on you're on high res. Yeah, yeah. I can actually see what's happening now. You know, I I've never tried high res. Uh, uh, never really checked on like current ultra HDMI firmware, but like I've there's two there or at least there were. I don't know if he ever changed it. But there's two modes, and I I feel like I could always see combing <laughs> on both modes. Mm. <coughs> <laughs> Okay, you alright, dude? Yeah. 
Oh, sorry. I'm just waiting. I'm just going to stand here and wait until you're ready. <coughs> I, like, coughed up a little bit of the mucus and I went to the back of my throat and now it's like... Oh, gosh. Don't you wish you were here, everyone? <laughs> I don't get sick that often. I mean, it's been a while. I know. <coughs> it's been a while. A couple years, so. I mean, there's two episodes where I was, I definitely had colds in it, and there was like the the Game, Game Boy and, and Game the Boy. and the what? Game yeah, Cube and Game, Game Boy, yeah. And Game Boy, yeah. <clears throat> oh, such such a shame. Game Boy of all episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, sorry about that. It's everyone. getting worse again. It oh, is. Man, it just like hitting. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Turok Rage Wars is helping. Well. What's that? So I'm starting to feel a bit of a tickle again. It's weird. I don't know what it is. Whatever. Turok Rage Wars oh, not the best. This medicine. is why you're still in your house. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you fragged me. Oh, you fragged me. Is is ten minutes the default? I guess so. Like, can you imagine <laughs> someone wanting to play a, a round of this for ten minutes? Can you imagine, like... Isn't this better than Goldeneye, though? <laughs> <laughs> is anybody there? <laughs> I wonder how many copies this game sold. Not many. One of the there's a very rare variant of it though. The the gray cartridge version. Really? Oh, normally black. So it shipped black, but I believe there was some kind of nasty bug in the original version, and I don't know how bad the bug was, but you could actually like contact a claim and like ship it in to get a replacement cartridge, and the replacement was just a gray cartridge. Really? So it's an updated version, <clears throat> but very few people actually did that. So. It's very, very rare. Hey, Try, can you actually see what the stream looks like with the combing artifacts? Does it look bad on on stream? I can't see it. I don't think I'm quite at full resolution anyway. On stream, it looks fine, I, I would say. I mean, as fine as this game could look. <coughs> uh, for the record, uh, Leak Boy saying my, my life in flu shots. I did get a flu shot. I was the only person in my family to get a flu shot this year. This isn't the flu, though. <laughs> it's not the flu. It's just a cold. You're pretty much <clears throat> over. You just have that cough left. Yeah. It's because you stayed up till 5 a.m. last night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing about it's, it's that, that video editing lifestyle often yeah. involves late nights and like very, very, very long days. Yeah. I mean, that's. I sacrifice <clears throat> myself for videos. But I mean, yeah. ideally, we won't have to do that once we, once we get into our new. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there will be time. The, the goal is to, like, you know, <clears throat> 90% of the time to, to, be, to live pretty normal work hours. But I'm yeah. sure there will be days where, you know, it's like, well, you got to commit. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, it's probably tomorrow. I feel like I'm <laughs> fighting the Master Chief just based on your colors. It's like playing some Halo here. It's like a bug version of him. Yeah, we probably... Can we add bots directly? No. 
Oh, after this round. Yeah. Bullets. I got some bullets. Antidote is what you could use. <clears throat> Antidote bullets. Yeah, one of my one of my coworkers got the you know at my old job got the got the flu two years in a row even though she had the flu. Why shot. am I moving so slow? Because oh, I got the slow move power up. Uh, she just had some bad luck, I guess. Wait, what did she get? She got a flu shot and well, got a flu. She got a flu two years in a row. She got the shot and got the flu. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. I mean, it's possible, but. Finally. <clears throat> so, did Not you know sure. what I was talking about when I when I was saying bullets? Bullets. Yeah. Zombie revenge. Yeah. Oh, so you. Did you, like, know it? That, that required no it? explanation. I love that game. Yeah. Bullets. Bullets. <laughs> like, that was, like, two Bullets. years ago that we streamed that. Yeah. Still say. <clears throat> Thank you, Turok. Wasn't wasn't it New Year's Eve? Yeah, two years ago. Yep. Bullets. Zombie revenge is tough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, surprisingly tough. Can you? Yeah. How do you get boss here? Okay, so we're doing the proving grounds. Do you know how to add bots, or can you do it like at the beginning? I'm already. I was already <laughs> sick too. I mean, we got a cold at the same time. I just didn't get as bad of a cough. Did you did you add bots? Well, I did the proving grounds thing. So I think that's that's a bot. All the bots are Turok. Or are you Turok? I'm Turok. Okay. And you're the uh, stop. Wait, are we no, we're just like shooting the bots now. Yeah. Um, I don't know about Corey and John, but I, I have played World is Not Enough on N sixty four. Is it good? I, is it a, I li- it's not I enough or Huh? Sorry, I, with the leg of the of the conversation, I kept cutting you off. Please tell oh. us about that game. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked it when it came out, but every time I've tried to play it since, it's like, ooh, that's kind of rough. Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's a Eurocon game. Yeah, I think so. Who like? Did they do Tomorrow Never Dies also? Uh, I don't think so. It's, it's funny, though, that, like, EA was on that bond license as soon as Goldmine I, I remember liking everything or nothing from EA. Yeah, well, they got into, when they started doing, like, original stories. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah it was pretty I, awesome. I, I, w- I want to give that game another try. I, I <clears throat> own the GameCube version, but I never finished it. There was a time. I mean, it, was, it was pretty was interesting. Several, I don't, there was several I don't remember periods where EA playing. made lots of great games. Yeah. Um, was it my Stone? Was that my one? favorite? Uh, oh, that was, yeah, my was favorite the story about the, the world is not enough game actually has nothing to do with, with playing the game. <clears throat> and it was, um, I think I've told this story before, but in uh, yes, I might. <laughs> in uh, in high school, when when the world is not enough, like when the movie came out, continue. Um, I uh, in German <laughs> class are. You know, me and my friends, like, we were, like, we're calling it Die Weltes nicht genug. Because we, like, knew just enough German words to, like, translate 
that title into German. And we just thought that was a funny sounding Super. title. We're like, Die Welt ist nicht genug. We just kept saying it. And then when we <laughs> like actually went to Germany, yes, I um, do. for like, you know, at my high school, like did a spring break trip, you know, you could go to Europe for a pretty decent price. And we went to, actually, I don't think we were in Germany. We were either in Switzerland or Austria, I think at the time. We went inside a store and saw the N64, The World Is Not Enough. And it said on the box, Die Welt ist nicht genug. And we just, like, freaked out because we couldn't believe, like, we actually came up with a real title. Like, <laughs> like we did not have very much confidence in our German skills, so we didn't think that anything we came up with would actually be the title. They hmm. That's awesome, actually. <laughs> uh, belt is I saw we got a another donation from uh, Seven Kurgan. Seven 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 is his as is his custom. Cookie number seven. And he's asking uh, John with the PS2 20th anniversary around the corner. Are you going to do a deep analysis vid on the PS2 hardware, such as the Jaggies? Oh, I mean field rendering. <laughs> I would like to. That would be fun. That, I can't, I can't believe PS2 cool. is going to be twenty years old. I know it's crazy. It's really crazy. So ancient. Did you buy your it, PS2 launch day? I tried. I actually camped out with a friend in line, but uh, the line was so long, I ended up just missing it. So I got it like a month later. Oh wow! I I was only able to get it at launch because I worked at the store, and there was one left over after the midnight launch. There was none at the store I was at. I, I always have a hard time remembering what March the Japanese launch or the U.S. That launch? was March. That was Japanese. Then when was the U.S. launch? October twenty sixth, two thousand. So I, we... I got mine. I got mine in August oh one. So the, it was the Euro launch then was in two thousand one. So that was some months later. I think. I think. <coughs> Honestly, the the whole Jaggy thing, especially in retrospect, when you think about how people were playing these games on CRTs where, you know, Jaggies weren't even as noticeable as they are on, like, kinds of TVs we're using yeah. today. Like, and to think about like how much people complained about back then. Like a sub-720p, like, like, PS3 game is going to look a lot more jagged than a PS2 game. Yeah, like, I look at it, I look at people, two on crt now and i'm just like it's beautiful like i just can't believe people were complaining about back then like i like that we don't even shoot at each other well before. the main something thing about is, something so, about the crispness of ps2 is just like really appealing to me so to yeah like, that's a, so one of the things that ps2 games rarely do is uh, so uh most of the other systems had like a flicker filter forced on them mm -hmm. uh which people would call anti-aliasing but it really wasn't it was literally just a filter and you could do it on ps2 you the developers had to implement it it wasn't like mm -hmm. across the board but so you would either get less noticeable flickering <coughs> or you would get like a blurrier looking image and over time i've kind of grown to prefer the more flicker like not the, using yeah. flicker filtering i i agree like looks, one game that that comes to mind is uh Xeno Saga Episode Three. Yeah, and it, like it does. Like it's it's actually a very pretty game. 
Um, but I rarely use it for like any comparisons or anything like that because like that, I feel like that filter like d detracts away from like the point <clears throat> I'm trying to make with a comparison, you know? Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of a weird one in that sense. What the heck? How's he keep doing that? I don't know. But yeah, I think the thing is though, is PS2 looks really good on like a high line count PVM. It's got a very, mm -hmm. very sharp look to it. Yeah. And it loses a lot of that on like a <coughs> like a low rent CRT over composite. Yeah. So do you feel like the PS2 is the most interesting console hardware? It's one of them. There's probably others that are great too, but I mean it's up like, there for me. Okay, I, that's like, kind of what I meant. Like, what is it's, like, what do you think is the most interesting? What do you think is the most interesting to learn about? I mean, I love like the Saturn. Mm -hmm. I think I do think it's really interesting. Like some of the weirder ones, like how thirty two X worked, or like the three DO, just because they're all like unconventional designs with weird quirks. That's that kind of stuff is cool. PS three is we... interesting as well. Actually, <clears throat> that's a good point. Speaking of, of Saturn hardware, you know, I, I feel like this didn't really happen until like this past year, but there have been like a couple of comments on the Saturn video, like people getting very angry um, that you would insinuate that Sega made changes to the hardware, uh, out of fear of the PS one. And I mean, that that's what people always say. I, you know, to be honest, I don't know how right. true it is, but we believed it to be true enough to say in that script. Yeah. I, mean... I, I think I've actually seen, uh, comments that came like in some interview or somewhere where like somebody referenced like old documents going back to like internal Sega communications that suggested that that was, slightly the case where they were trying to react and change their hardware right like i think some people are taking the comment that we made in that video to imply that like the saturn was going to have no 3d capabilities until they like that that wasn't what we were implying at all but i definitely as far as i know there seems to be enough evidence to supply there was at least some reactive element in the yeah, I think there was. Oh, don't want to go there. The fire gun dies. <clears throat> Which again always surprises me because you know, obviously Sony turned into this. You know, like such a stupid looking yeah, character. Bad design. Uh, Sony turned into this, you know, pretty big deal in the game industry. But like before the PlayStation came out, like what evidence was there that this was going to be a big deal? You know, especially because so I'm, many I'm, other I'm surprised Sega care. Are... Yeah, it's very odd. But at the same time, maybe it's because Sega That's like never had a full grasp on the market, so they felt like they couldn't. You know, they couldn't take any risk of not being more powerful or as powerful as they could. I think it's more like the N64 hardware is really interesting to me because it has so much potential, but there was a few decisions made that really handicapped it. Like the yeah, I mean, I mean obviously the 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 
the the texture, the mouse space they have for Yeah, the four kilobyte cache was a huge problem. I mean, that would have that so much would have changed. Also, the sound hardware decisions. Although talking to Chris Holzbeck about it, you know, with his music <coughs> system, you could do some amazing stuff with the N sixty four. I mean, as far as I understand, like, like, like N sixty four does not really have dip, right? It's all software driven for sound. Yeah, yeah, that's that's right. So, so basically, you either program your own or do some, you know, something that's available. And so your sound is eating into your frame rate and other resources, right? Wow, let's get... Wait, hold on. He's... Lee Boy has a Hikaru board? That was an interesting one. Is that the, for the PC or something? No, I think I think Hikaru was used for, uh, like, games like Brave Firefighters. It was like a slightly enhanced Dreamcast board. If I remember, there was a bunch. There was the... After, between Naomi and Naomi 2... I can't remember if that was the board that Planet Harriers used, oh. or if that was a different one that might. Have you ever played Planet Harriers? Yeah, sure, it's great. Is it? I mean, I've no, never it's, played it's it. It's different, but I, I like it. I think it's cool. I've never played it. You know the? I don't know if you've ever played the arcade version, but the uh, GameWorks down the street from here has Afterburner Climax. That's, that's right. I played that. That's really good. Yeah, it's just like the machine. The whole machine moves. Do they cool. still have the the? Uh, the test pilot thing that Yu Suzuki did, that one like triple screen game. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know he did it. Like a, he did, he did a flying game. Maybe not. Not necessarily Yu Suzuki. I think it was AM two. Uh, I mean, I just know like the like the Ferrari. F- it uses 35. the same kind of cabinet. Yeah, like the three screens. That was a fun idea. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I, I I like the N64 sound. I mean, I, you know, a lot of times, you know, some games I think sound cleaner than Super Nintendo. Like, I don't, I, I know there's no dedicated hardware there, but. Oh, they, you know, they certainly could. It's it, just, could it could sound, yeah. you know, clean. And also, oh. again, the, the, the music system, like. If you listen to Resident Evil 2, like the N64 version sounds nearly as good or possibly better than the PS1 version. Chris found a way to basically duplicate that whole sample base, like, or the uh, system from that version of the game. Wait, Chris Chris Hulsbeck did Resident Evil 2 N64? Yes. What? I covered that in my uh, N64 video. Or, sorry, the Resident Evil 2 video. I don't. I may, maybe I didn't see the whole thing. I, I know. I, I know. Wrote, he created the Musex system, and he worked with Angel Studios to help them figure out how to do the sound. <laughs> wow! So he was involved in translating the sound over. Wow! So the, I knew I watched that video. So it, either, either that, I'm really letting you down. Right. <laughs> it's not. It, I mean, <laughs> so one of the things uh, that I've noticed here on this game is that the feel of Turok 1 and 2 is just gone. Yeah. Like, those kind of have, like, a momentum in the camera sway. And this is just, and like, this, very... This is, like, and super stop. stiff. Yeah. It feels terrible compared to those games. This, is, this isn't this is really very good, is it? The uh, the Hikaru board was, I guess, was used in the arcade version of Pod Racer. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Which Pod is, Racer like, as well. such an awesome version. Dude, that was so good. And it, it, was, it was so cool, also, just because it had, like, the whole sit-down, and it, like, functioned, like... 
the pottery, like a real one would have, if they existed. Yeah, yeah, and he's right. The the studio that did the RE2 port did go on to become... They were also... They did, like, Max Payne 3. They did, like, Midtown no, Madness really? and stuff. The, the, there's... But the people that did <clears throat> RE2 64 <clears throat> was, uh... It was, like, seven people or something. Really? They did Max Payne 3? Yeah. Or, or eventually, I mean, like, they some worked of the on the that... team, yeah. Man, Max Payne 3, I think, is... I would love to have seen, like, a current-gen remaster of that. Yeah, that would have been cool. Because it's, it's such a gorgeous game. It's fun to play. Yeah, I like it. And uh, it just, like, has this, like, heaviness to it, which is not something that the first two really had. It's true. Because they were all about leaping through the air. But this had, like, a heaviness to it, but also had the the slow motion and, like, the finesse of the, the first two. That's I, 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 don't, I don't know if uh, this, this would possibly be an idea for the future, but before Corey got Turok, I was suggesting that... Uh, Y'all should play uh, Max Payne PS2 versus Xbox. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean, Xbox version is, is the one they have. For consoles, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I love the the first one especially, but 2 and 3. And, like, 3 is, is so good, even though, like, I don't like, like, the design of him or right. what they did, but it made sense within the story of, like, why it went in that direction. You look at see if he's seen any familiar familiar names. I'm really curious about this idea of could Street Fighter Third Strike have been done in Saturn with a large RAM card? I really don't know, actually. I wonder. I mean, possibly. I don't know. I'd have to ask. <coughs> How expensive would that RAM card have been, though? So RAM cards in Saturn really aren't great, are they? Like, um. Mm. It's very finicky, the card port, specifically just with the RAM cards I found. Like, I was... Remember when we did that SNK video together? Yeah. If you watch the TV behind me, at some point, I just had the Saturn running with, like, Samurai Showdown 3. And at some point, all the main sprites just disappear from the rolling demos. Really? Just because it just lost contact with the RAM card. So, is, is, that's not something that needed, like, the 1 meg RAM card? And it did. Re it required the, the 1 meg RAM card. I was using a four meg, but you know, it, for, it was running fine, and then like the connection came loose, hmm. and everything that used the RAM cart basically disappeared. So the main character sprites just disappeared. <laughs> uh, there's a question. There's a two dollar donation from For the Love of the Game asking if we've Thank seen you. Pandemonium Saturn interviews. No, that sounds interesting. Mm. What is? That? I love Saturn interviews. <laughs> so yeah. sorry, anyone, if I if I a bit behind on the uh that's okay we're just kind of on the on the on yeah. the uh the donations and, and other comments tonight it was it was hard to keep up y'all y'all went crazy tonight <laughs> yeah seriously it's yeah. always it's always good these i feel like these streams always deliver oh yeah <laughs> <clears throat> well so i guess this is it this is this is the final <laughs> final that's stream it. from that house yeah wow well, yeah, that's after midnight it is. <coughs> we keep. I, I would keep going, but the thing is, I got to finish my last you. segment for the uh, yeah. for the year end video that I have and to I, try to finish tonight because I we close on the house tomorrow, and mm -hmm. I guess I could technically work on it tomorrow night if I needed to. Yeah. Um, 
if it came down to it. But I don't know how long or how late we're going to be there tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you're probably going to be distracted with all kinds of business you're going to be doing there. So you need to get yeah, me I mean, like, we gotta, absolutely we're gonna start as much as possible. Like clean the carpets um, tomorrow, and then we start moving in on. Yeah, this, I'm going to try to get a good night's sleep so I uh, I can get this done tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but thanks for everyone crazy with the donations. Thank you so much. And I think, I mean, you 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 brought in all those donations, people. <laughs> I don't think so. You guys put on an amazing stream every time. Thanks. It's always fun. I wish I could watch more of them live, but you know, time zones. Yeah. <laughs> It it's makes like sense. six a.m. here in Germany right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks for for joining us again. It's always we always have a fun time. Yeah, the last stream in this room. Yes, but next you know, year it'll be the new place. Yeah, hopefully it's oh. gonna be as, as roomy and easy to set up. I mean, not that this was easy to set up, but maybe I can work it out in a way that's I don't have to pull out cables from all these places. Yeah. To make it work. Exactly. Um. Cool. But yeah, I've, it's, it is kind of sad. Like I'll be end of an era. Yeah, five years, five years. The stream started in this room, and uh, let's see what the next step is. Well, the first step <laughs> is moving your OLED without cracking it. I know. I'm terrified about that, but I mean, we're gonna see. We're gonna we'll see what happens. We'll make it work. I think it's gonna be real cool. I think it's gonna be cool how it works out. And uh, are, are 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 you are are you and to help move that OLED, John? <laughs> yeah, I've done it before, so... Yeah, he's done it at a, a much greater diff distance, so I feel... Well, it's only three miles, so it's easy. Yeah, it's only two miles, actually. <laughs> two miles, okay, even better. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I'm I'm a little nervous about it, but... John, is, you said you went, like, like 45 minutes on the highway yep. with one. Mm-hmm. So... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it's. I think it's going to be good. Yeah. And uh, I'm. I'm curious to see what kind of things I unearth, emptying all this stuff out of here. I'll probably find a lot of stuff that I've lost any hope of finding previously. I'm like, oh, I can <laughs> really use this, or remember when I needed this, and then I spent money to buy a replacement for it. At least you didn't <laughs> lose your uh, Mountain Dew N64. That's controller. right. That's Look right. That. That's 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 the urine colored Mountain Dew. That's oh. that's like the, after having. Uh, you see how these, like, these morning shakes, they had like uh, all your vitamins and stuff the next the... day? Oh, no, no, no kind of shake. <laughs> all your vitamins for the day, and it's, uh, you know, it's like, it's all plant-based. And then when you go pee later on, it's like the same color as that. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> yep. So, anyways. That's a topic for another day. That's a topic for another day. <laughs> um, anyways, all that's right. going to do it. Thanks again. Thanks to everybody who hung out. And, uh. I'll be I'll be on stream next week. I might be on my laptop. I might not be. We're gonna see what happens, but it'll be a different background. All right. All right. See Let's everyone play later. Some golf. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what I should do. I'll, maybe I'll stream from that room. Oh yeah. With the golf background. Yes. You have just, to. I, I guess I should just say real quick. So the people who <laughs> liked who were buying the house from really liked golf, and there's a room in the house that is. It has a mural. It's like a like it's it's a photograph, uh, and it's, it's a, a photo mural on the yeah, wall. Yeah, it like takes up the entire wall of one of the rooms. We're gonna it's gonna be the guest room when we're done with it, but That's it's hilarious. a uh, it's it's a golf course, uh, tee off. I think like, like you need to get like a giant like printout of Fred Couples to glue on there. <laughs> that'd, be, I, that'd be amazing. If 
I can sit in front of that and be like, I'm just hanging out on the golf course. You you need to do like a stream of everybody's golf VR with in that front as of that. Background. I know it's oh. like we're we're going we're going to uh, do something to that wall eventually, but it's it'd be stupid to take it down without actually like filming something in front of it. Or open you up a second to. YouTube channel, My Life in Golf. Yeah, and I can talk about <laughs> how much I know about golf, which is nothing, basically. <laughs> but we'll see. Maybe that's what I'll do next week. All right. All right. I don't know what just happened to the oh, <laughs> to the demo. All right, see everybody uh, next week. Yep. Take care. <laughs>